What's up, everybody? My name's Mark. My name is Alex. And this is The, the Shot Pod. Pod. That was me smacking my ass. For too those much. who heard, too much, <laughs> too much, too much, too early. <laughs> yeah. You can't start the show. At least wipe. Sexually At aggressive. least wipe. I, I, it would have been better if you wiped. Sorry. Now there's shit on the wall. Uh, everywhere. Now they know it's not happening. They can see there's <laughs> yeah. clearly no shit. Now one thing I will say: next week we tried it. This week we have a dope shot pod banner that would be going here, but instead we have. Eric Gagnon in, in place as our guest this week. What's up, Eric? I want to get a Eric, Thank you. We've Thank been trying you. to get this motherfucker on for like three weeks now. Um, Appreciate it. Eric and I, well, it's Eric's band. Eric has a, is a band or is part of his band called No One Drowns. They're on YouTube. They're on, give me the list, man. I know you, it's on, you can search it on YouTube. No One Drowns, N-O-O-N-E-D-R-O-W-N-S. Twitch, Facebook. All that stuff. Insta. Insta. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check it out. Um, it's it's a it's all requests cover band band back karaoke. So Twitter. when Eric when Eric can get a hold of me, I play drums and I jam with him. But I'm kind of interchangeable. It's basically Eric's road show. He shows up with his equipment and it is full all requests. So like when I play, I mean I feel like when I play with Eric, we get the most. We got we have the most fun with it. But we're busy guys. We can't always make everything work. But for the most part. It's just, it's like literally Aqua's Barbie girl. You know, we're up there, fucking Eric's on his guitar, you know, tuning and, and, and playing the chords. Come on, Barbie, let's go party. I'm up on the drum kit. Ah, ah, oh, yeah. Like, we don't give a shit. We will do so anything. The question that I almost asked outside of the podcast when I was like, oh, no, no, I'll wait, I'll I'll wait, wait. for the podcast is when it comes to uh, every song, you just, you just look up like via tablet yeah, like, oh, these are the it. notes yeah so let's talk about the process you explain it eric so we're at a show and i am i'm samantha right um i want you to play bad guy will you play <laughs> bad guy for me and now what do you do yeah so i mean if people are into 90s and 2000s alt rock i i don't bother know, looking anything he knows up. a lot of it yeah <laughs> but let's pretend you had to look it up but there's so much to music in general and, and the openness to anything. I mean, odds are people aren't going to yell out 90s or 2000s alt rock because it's literally anything, any pop or yeah. any era. We get Zeppelin, Prince, yeah. Johnny Cash, the Rolling Stones. Yeah. What are some other weird ones? Even uh, some with Good Charlotte. Like we've done Lifestyles, The Rich and the Famous and it went over so great. I remember so we didn't think it would. We we're like, who's going to know this? This is from like our high school days and yeah. the whole place is Lifestyles. <laughs> we're like, oh shit. Um, but yeah, what I wanted to say was, uh, and we talked about this uh, when we went to see Corn in AIC. Yep, we saw year. Jerry Cantrell with a tablet, like on in stage his, in his face the whole time. A professional and, band, yeah, and that was for his own songs. So and. And we know that Hetfield, Hetfield's always got a big ass teleprompter. Ozzy's been using a prompter since the eighties yeah. because of the cocaine and the drug abuse. <laughs> I, so yeah. Yeah. So ever since I saw those guys, I thought, I don't know, maybe there's not a stigma anymore. And I thought if I'm playing something that isn't mine or isn't ours, like if so, they can for their stuff, yeah. might so as someone, well search it up just in case. What do you, in case you forget the beginning of the second verse or whatever. Yeah. What, soon, do you, what do you look it up on? What's the, you have a tablet, but what's the pro, do we go into, do you use ultimate guitar for the most part? If I've ever played it before, it's already local on the tablet. So you have it in a notepad yeah, yeah. in the, in the hard drive of the tablet. Yeah. And I've seen him, he'll do it on stage. I know I'm answering for you, <laughs> but, I, but, but he'll bring it up. Um, let's say 
it's a song he knows we're going to do again. I remember the first time we got Lifestyles and we got the anthem and he's like, so he'll go in and he'll copy the text, bring it into a notepad and kill any extra. You know, who made the tab, all this bullshit, yeah, yeah, yeah. delete, delete, have just the lyrics and then just the numbers. Like, E string, A string, and fifth fret, seventh fret, basic stuff, or just verse with A, C, E. So the verse is A, C, E. We know the song, we'll figure it out. Just yeah. basic notes to help him along. Because yeah, yeah. it will it comes quick. But if it's something you have to look up, now you go on Ultimate Guitar, look up Bad Guy by Billie Eilish, now it's up. And now he'll go up and he'll start, he'll play, he'll, he'll literally sight read. Like, right there on the tab. Bum, ba-da, bum, 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 but the, but the trade-off, which we haven't talked about, is that, you know, you, you always got to think, if you're swiping away the whole time or trying to depend on some automated scrolling, which never works. The, yeah. <laughs> Auto scroll is, I don't know. I'm, the AI isn't there yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah. We can put a man on the moon, but you can't auto scroll hotel California. Oh, Come on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's the trade off is that, you know, I, I reach a point where I just delete a bunch of stuff from the file because I'm figuring, Hey, I, I don't want to scroll anymore. Right? So if you can fit it all in one, and if you, yeah. you know, it's a decent sized tablet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And let's be honest, most songs, four minutes, three and a half, four minutes. So you yeah. got an intro, you got a verse, you got a chorus, you got a verse, you got a chorus, you got a bridge. So the verses and choruses are usually, you can just say verse, chorus, and then just put repeat. So right away you've saved space. Then you root your bridge in. And if there's anything extra on the last chorus, you just say last chorus, add this. And this song's done. You can fit yeah. most of it in, uh, if you can see, you know, I'd say this much of the screen, really. You can fit most songs. Unless someone starts asking for Master of Fucking Puppets. And it's <laughs> happened. Have we played Master of Puppets as a two-piece live? We have. Many, 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 many times. <laughs> but, like, are there times where, you know, you'll read a request and be like, oh, yes! <laughs> How many times has that happened with me? The amount of times I'm, I'm literally dancing on the drum kit. Like a loser. Like, I'm just like, yeah, somebody asked for Billy Talent. Let's fuck this up! <laughs> I remember one gig uh, in the South End for a bar that you, you said you were going to talk yeah, about. Yeah, Fox and Goose is and a good place. there was a guy that was the biggest OLP fan on earth, and he just wanted OLP the whole we time. We were I'm an like... OLP fucking cover band that night. And, of course, our my history with Mike Turner, I, I have no issue with that. I loved it, right? Was there was plenty of... Hey. Uh, there was plenty. one or two. <laughs> give, give, us, give us one. Give us one, Eric. Hey. Oh, oh. We, got we got it. We got it good. But, yeah, the I love... Uh, we're all drinking? We're all drinking. Yeah. No, it's been um, it's it's been a lot of fun to do that. Now, before I forget, uh, good song by Slipknot. We're, we're, <laughs> it is, uh, but we've been talking so far about how all requests in general is kind of crazy. <laughs> like yeah. it really, like, and we will do anything, like but, anything. But then you, you you add on to that karaoke, and 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 then you you have random people coming up, totally random people coming up on stage sometimes falling ass drunk into guitar cases yeah, and, and tripping over them. our yeah, equipment yeah. or setting their fucking beer down on our mixer. <laughs> like, whoa, no, no, like setting, like, don't, like, I'm just going to put this here. No, I want to be clear. I totally appreciate them. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I appreciate that they're there. It, it's a must. I mean, it's the only way we can keep this stuff going. Is, He's not wrong. So now, being, so yeah. think about this. So now that you've got this dynamic. I'm over on the drum kits. I don't have a tablet. I can't, I don't get that privilege. Now drums is a lot easier. I don't have notes to worry about, but whatever the song is, I kind of have to have a general knowledge. Yeah. Like I listen to a lot of radio. I listen to a lot of 99.9, even though I don't want to, <laughs> because you know, someone's going to ask me for meet me at our spot, or they're going to ask us for posty, some post Malone. We get requested and I'm not a big posty guy, but I need well, to I know. Mean, I mean, if somebody comes up to you and says like, Oh, can you guys do this song by protest? Then, oh, yes. then you'd be like, oh. okay, we've had a couple. We've had a couple of protest okay. requests. That's that's a bit much. That's that's when we have to call. We might have to say okay. But there, we we've we've surprised people. We've had someone ask us to do 
Oh, shit. one by Metallica, and we will. We've done that a number of times. The first, but I remember the first time we did it, I had a single kick, so it was difficult but doable. <laughs> so we've we've pulled through that. That's difficult to do. He's one guitar guy, so we're talking about one guy playing all those guitar parts. You know, holding the bass note with his thumb. Because we have a, you gotta understand, so there's only two of us. So uh, Eric has a bass octave pedal, so it runs out of his guitar. And so whatever he's playing on the E string will get amplified in a separate channel in the mixer, separate from his guitar distortion yeah. as a bass. It's, it's not an uncommon thing. Other people do it. Royal Blood style. Very much Royal Blood stuff, but more so than that, because that guy's just worried about his effects. He's playing the guitar and the bass part, so we're playing... And that guy's not playing all requests. Limp Biscuit. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, Limp Biscuit's a pretty tough one. We'll be playing My, my Way's a, fav a favorite. We get requested to play My Way, you know, and we're in there, and we get to that, it's my way, my way on the highway. There's a chord progression, which is C-sharp, A, E, and there is... Uh, uh, that 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 riff that you hear, you know, the that kind of like drone, and he plays that with his pinky while holding those other riffs with his thumb. Like it's a fucking. I'm his, glad you noticed. His that. hands are ja are playing are jazzy, right? And I noticed because I'm over on the fucking drum yeah. kit trying to keep up, right? I'm looking at your hands a lot. I know where you know maybe I forget where the bridge is on this song, so I'm like, watch his hands when he switches from F up to that eighth fret. I know we're in the bridge. Like I'm I'm watching him. Oh, there we go. About you watch him, my feet. Yeah. Should oh we yeah. We also, we also have foot foot ones. So if we're playing, if it's a halftime feel, he'll put his foot up like half halfway. If it's like uh, fold the leg. Yeah, yeah. If half it's a, a leg, double yeah. time feel. Stump. Yeah. Double time feel. He stamps his foot double on the ground tick, like double time. Yeah. Like go go go. Like double time. We're gonna yeah. do so if it's boom ka boom ka boom ka. Oh, there's the leg. Boom ka boom ka boom ka boom ka. Oh, there's the leg again. Boom boom ka. Boom, yeah. boom, 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 all the same tempo but different beats because at jams there's a lot of the time there there's a bunch of other musicians that aren't attached to the mic right yeah so they can you know look over at at the fellow jammers and signal to them in whatever way but my hands are busy both of them and I'm usually kind, his I'm feet kind of are attached too. to the mic yeah and yeah luckily he can spare a second yeah. with his foot because he's got pedals he's actuating too but yeah. he'll get that right foot up and i'll know also like kill like the, the everybody knows the the moving of the neck means we're done now like this, yeah. this is it this is it. especially if it's a song where i will flat out admit like i complete ignorance that's another thing that's kind of fun first few times we did post malone I had to plead ignorance. I was like, I don't know anything about this. So Eric's like, all right, this song has stops and starts. So it's going to be like 16 bars of, of drums and then 16, uh, maybe 16 bars, maybe eight. I don't know of nothing. We'll figure it out. Yep. Watch the legs. And I am sitting there on the kit. And when I see the leg come up, little Phil, little Phil, choke the oh, symbol. So good. Leave him on the verse. It leave him. It does it feel good when it works. You know, everybody, and but, it does but nobody knows. Yeah, and yeah. That, we're getting off so hard on the fact <laughs> that we're making this up as we go. But everybody out there is just like, oh, I know this Post Malone song. Uh, waitress. Another whiskey, please. You know, have you heard, have you downloaded the DTF app? Oh my god, it's so cool. <laughs> oh my god. Sorry, have, have you heard uh, any like ridiculous requests where you kind of try not to laugh, but you can't help it? Like, like if somebody came in and said, "Oh, uh, I saw this on YouTube. Can you play Smells Like Team Spirit by Post Malone?" And you're like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I wish. That'll be that'll be you when you show up. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah! Uh, I'm trying to think. Yeah. I mean, that'd be he sacrilege. Nailed, he yeah. nailed their covers, uh, yeah, but it's but still sacrilege yeah. to say that. Yeah. I've had uh, he did nail them. Well yeah. said. I've yeah. had kids request us songs that were like, "Who?" You know, we we were playing at the lake. We had a couple requests from younger kids where they're like, "Can you play this?" 
and we looked at each other like old people. <laughs> and I mean, not, I, honestly, me and Eric are pretty in the loop. Like we've heard of pretty much everything. We, we can kind of. <laughs> I think the kids at the lake wanted Sean Mendez, and then we belted a couple out, and they're like, "We haven't heard of those." Oh. It's like, oh, so that those are too so old. That Sean Mendez is too old. Yeah, for you. from yeah. the 2017 Sean <laughs> Mendez was out of touch. Yeah, we yeah. needed that 2020 shit. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> back to what you said about protest, that makes me think of songs like um, "Disturbed." Oh, uh, so the reason I bring that up is that, you know, when I can't get the drummer that I want, uh, as Alex <laughs> talked about, um, you know, I kind of have to give the spiel to people of how this works so that they know what they're signing up for. And I tell them, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I tell them if something gets requested that has different time signatures, yeah. We either talk about whether you know them and then we play them right, or we'll like, for, like for protest, we'll say, you know, if we don't know the SIGs, we're going to decide on straight time. And yeah. Then, and okay. then we'll play a straight time version. And try and get through enough of it that nobody will leave. <laughs> and the crowd is, they're impressed no matter what, because they know it's not prepped. I yeah. think the one that the people get impressed, the two that when they're like, can you do this, is Alexis on Fire and Billy Talent. So we've been, someone asked us to do River Below. And we it was before we, after we did it once or twice, we're like, ooh, we're good at this. Let's do, <laughs> let's do more. Let's just keep doing that. Um, but the first time it was like, we'd only heard it on the radio. We both knew we liked Billy Talent, never rehearsed, got through that song and it went well. And the other one was, um, uh, uh, the city, the city Alexis, is yeah. By the way, speaking of bar scene, that was, the, that was the one time in recent years where we played a show in Toronto. I don't know if you remember. Oh, the, the Troubadour show or no, not Troubadour. Sorry. Uh, no, Tale of the Toronto. Junction. Yeah. 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 And Everybody was pouring in from an Alexis show. Yeah, I don't know if you remember that. I remember. I, that was a gig. Uh, fuck, man. I, that was got set up. I can't remember who got set up through, but I think Valier or somebody was setting up those gigs. That sounds right. Yeah, but it was, that was a lot of fun, the T-Dot. Did you, did you, Mark, did you play Toronto when you played? Like, because I don't know. I just think we, it's so different, the scene in Toronto as opposed to the suburbs. It's uh, so vastly different. My, my band ended up playing uh, the, the Reverb. Yeah, but we did that, or yeah, which was in the Big Bop building, yeah. which was the Reverb, the Cathedral, yeah. and J J Johnny's like Cocoa House or something on the top floor, which was like a a, a coffee shop. I played them all. Also, um, I saw a movie the other day, and the Cathedral was it was fucking straight out of Compton. I think they filmed they filmed straight out of Compton. Yeah. There's a scene where they're in a club and somebody gets shot off off on stage, and it's the cathedral. It's one hundred percent the cathedral they filmed it in. I recognize the floor and the, all the benches. I recognize. I, I spent a lot of time at the cathedral, so yeah, yeah. Now, Anyways, that's kind of fucking cool. Uh, being that you learn songs quite often on the spot for uh, karaoke and stuff. Are there songs that earlier in your life where you're like, Oh, you know, I'm never going to learn that. I don't want, I don't want to ever learn that. I don't want to touch that. And then somebody's like, Oh, can you play this? And you're like, Oh, uh, Every time somebody requests 70% of the night, but yeah. that's what makes it all the more impressive yeah. is that you're willing to do that for them. Yeah. I definitely dislike a lot of what we play. I'll flat out admit yeah, it. Yeah. I'm picky about music. You know, I've got the bands I love as is Eric. Eric and I have our passionate bands, you know, like uh, Eric's the, and you can tell because they're the songs that we, we are amazing at like chili peppers, Bush, you know, we fuck Eric does an amazing Gavin, like, you know, the, the glycerine, we do glycerine and girls just their panties just fall to the floor. 
I'm like, sorry, guys. You know, you're going to have to line up. <laughs> I mean, now we were talking outside the podcast of this. So you've got some bass to your voice. So I, I want to hear you do, do our little tester line. Yeah. And that line is, uh, you, you got to say into the mic, very, very soft and serenading, like, you're not the droids we're looking for. Let's hear you. Give us, give us it. Give it, give it to us, Eric. You're not the droids we're looking for. <sighs> All right, there All you right, go. I like it. We All got right. we got Jerry to do it. Everybody does one. Yeah. Everybody does one. <laughs> um, so yeah, playing Toronto, it, it, it can be a lot of fun, and you get pour out from shows and shit. But I've had it. It's kind of cool now in Oshawa because we've got the Biltmore and we've got all these other venues. So that kind of happens there too, where people get kind of. You know, there's a gig and then pour they pour out, out there. pour out into there because there's cra- there's crazy jacks, there's top corner, there's the atria, there's all these little smaller bars downtown, and they can take the pour in from these other events, and that's always good. We used to do every Tuesday at the atria back in the day. We would do the all requests probably three or four years ago, and man, it was fun the pour in pour from the from other the bars. Musical, yeah. yeah, from the music hall and the other bars. At Whenever we get to that tester line, quite often Alex it, it, he becomes like a hyena from Lion King, right? It's like, <laughs> oh, say it again, say it again, Mufasa, <laughs> Mufasa. <laughs> I love the Lion King, eh? Let's just, can we just take a minute to appreciate the, 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 the great, amazing, the animation, the story, the voice acting, the soundtrack. Now uh, I imagine them at mics like this while they're recording that movie and they're like do, doing lines. Yeah. Like the hyenas are doing lines. Yeah. Oh, Amber, little Amber bumps in the studio. Hey guys, I just have to blow my nose. Do what you gotta do for art. Yeah, yeah do what you gotta do. Long live the king. No, that would be the perfect time to put the Vader no in when he and he gets Mufasa. No, <laughs> just somebody needs to to splice that yeah. in and fucking that'd be perfect. Um, so yeah, um, one of the, the, the like the other thing we were talking about with the all requests. So we're up there doing all of this. You know, I'm I'm trying to pull stuff out of my ass. I've got a mic. So any backup vocals. Which are, some songs are obvious. Like, for instance, um, Other Side, you know? And Other Side, the chorus, he goes, How long, how long? And the other guy, John, I'll be in the background going, How long? You know, doing that whole part. Billy wow. Talent's insane for that, and by the Billy way. Billy So many background Into lyrics. the river below. Yeah, yeah. I, actually, one of my favorite ones is the... Um, uh, the devil in a midnight mask, man, like that one. Or I got the devil on my shoulders, over and over. I get to throw that in while I'm on the. I love that so on good. on the fucking drums, man. So I'm doing that too. But then we'll have this. Um, can I sing it? Right. So and I mean, any girl I've dated, right? Any girl I'm dating automatically gets like first priority to come up and sing. So you know, whichever whichever one it is that's in the crowd. Yeah, Eric's. <laughs> Always, Eric's always got them in my well, for a while. It was Serena. I remember when Serena would come on in, and you made this comment. You're like, if you fuck the drummer, you get up early. <laughs> he said it right like that on the. I don't remember it that. It was. He said it on Whiskey Johns. I believe you. Whiskey Johns. I it was a Whiskey you. Johns night, and it was so funny. Was she, she pissed about her face? Or? Went so red, and then she was kind of like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> you right. know, at least she owned it. <laughs> but um, it was it was it was a good time. So we. Um, we got so now we've got someone come up and in for in, for in that instance like uh, and I think Kate's one of my favorites uh, is no doubt like these girls that like to do so no you're doubt telling me you fucked her 
No, I, 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 uh, I fucked Serena. I did not screw Kate. That's why Kate waits. That's why Kate's like later down the line. <laughs> no, no, Kate's dope. So Kate will come up and she'll say, I want to do, you know, a No Doubt song. And and that's like, that's another one of those other bands that we're like, we don't want to tell everybody, but we're secretly love, like really passionate. Like, oh, I fucking love No Doubt. So we'll do Spiderwebs or Ex-Girlfriend or if she really wants to do fucking, you know. So is it that they speak. fuck you and then they get the perk or do they fuck you knowing that they'll get that I perk? Think they, I is think that why they fuck It's you? the first time they come up, they, they're like, hey, can I sing? They decide in that moment they want to fuck. Okay. Usually me because they find out you're married, oh, okay. so they're like, I guess I'll take him, and then and then <laughs> and then but then they start fucking me, and then they realize that oh I can get up before everybody else. You, you know, Violet did it too. She used to come up and do fucking somebody that I used to know yeah. all the time. I fucking hate hearing that song. Uh, have now. you heard? Have you heard like uh, this kind of scenario where it's like, oh yeah, well, oh blah 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 blah, Eric, oh I, oh yeah, and then it's like, oh I'm married, and then they're like, oh what's what's the matter? What's the matter? What do you call a guy that hangs out with the band? The drum. The drum. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's some good, any good music jokes. So one of my favorite ones is the who do you who hangs out with the band? The drummer. Another amazing one is how many guitar players does it take to screw in a light bulb? Ten. One to screw it in, and nine to talk about how they could have done it better. So that's, true. that's a good so one. True. Any other? Any other good band? Any any ones? No. Bass, bass player jokes for days. Like, yeah. I saw the one where they, the, it was like someone left a, a bass player in the van without the window down. You know, very, very, someone should break the window or whatever. Like that was pretty funny. Talking to them like they're dogs. But bass, bass players get all the pussy. That's what, I, that's what I don't know. People, people don't understand is the bass players slay. They take home all the girls. I don't know how it is, but that's just the way she seems to go. All the bass, it's like, they want to bang the singer, but the singer's got like four supermodels already, and usually the guitar player's married, so they just go for the bass player, I guess. And the drummer, nobody wants to fuck him because he's the retarded guy that hangs out with the band, right? It's like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Is that is that how is that what it is, Eric? Anyone seen Jennifer's Body? We just finally saw that the other day. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen it? Yeah. I mean, it's about this. It's not about it, but this evil band, right? They're they're it's Satan worshippers. Yeah. It's actually kind of loosely based on a true story. It, there was oh, a, yeah. there was an actual is, scenario is that, that not happened. Megan Fox in that. Yeah, yeah, but oh, the reason okay. I bring it up, I is will that watch it for when, that reason alone. When, they, when they're in the woods doing what they got to do to a supposed virgin, Megan Fox. <laughs> supposed uh, virgin. Man, did they ever talk down to that basis the entire time? Like they, <laughs> they were just treating I need him to like see, shit. I need to see this now. I mean, a basis it, it abuse. Might be, it might be overhyped, but yeah. <laughs> All the basis out, yeah. out there getting PTSD from that scene. They're like, they need to cut that scene. I can't watch that. Reminds or me they're that. like, yeah, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're usually like that. You're right. The, <laughs> Whatever. The, uh, the true story was a band that wanted to make it. They decided to try to make a deal with the devil and sacrifice somebody. Yeah. And so they killed somebody hoping that they would make it. And then one guy actually felt so guilty about doing it. He turned himself, he turned himself in and ratted on. That's fucked up. Boys. Yeah. Okay. So I wanted to kind of switch around a little bit and just, uh, do we, do we have any current events that we, that we want to kind of knock oh, out of the way like we normally do? So, so weigh in if you want, Eric, we're going to come back to our music talking shit, but while we've still got a little bit of the camera time on, I want to kind of, usually we'll talk about, like we talked a lot about Johnny Depp, Amber Heard. We were excited about that. And now that's all done. And it's been so fun seeing the new Amber Heard videos of her being like, oh my God, like he convinced the world that he has scissors for hands. What is wrong with you people? Like whatever the fuck she was going on about that yeah. video. It's so funny. We were just talking about them last night after we went to see Top Gun. Yeah. And we were, we were trying to think, is this recency bias or are people in general more obsessed with that trial than they were with OJ's murder trial? Like I get there was obsession with the murder trial as well, yeah, but yeah. this seems like next level that everybody's into well, it. I think it's so, because of yeah. the whole male, uh, the guy, you know, uh, of a dude saying 
being oh. told, called an abuser, yeah, and it's yeah, bullshit. Yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah. why it's such a big deal. It, it's, it's, OJ actually fucking killed his wife. We all know, <laughs> we all know it. I don't think Johnny did anything that bad. I'm sure there was definitely abuse between the both of them. It's about battling the stigma uh, mm. also, too. Like that men, we're always the yeah, bad guy. Like men can be victims, mm, too. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I love like when it was done, uh, the justice for Johnny hashtags flew. I mean, that flew during, but there was the hashtag me capital N two. Yeah. So I was like, Oh men too. So it, yeah. it was, it was uh, I like yeah. that. Yeah. That's all right. You know, I don't want to toot our horns too much, but it's, it's definitely a good victory in the way that like, you know, as I mean, it, like we were talking about it on the day that everything came out as personal as fuck for me. Like I was dating a girl and her fucking kid came at me. And then, like I said, if they had, if they were smart enough, which thank God they weren't to sit down and be like, let's come up with this story and let's make sure we get it straight. They could have fucked me hard, but they were just really stupid and told the truth. And the police were like, well, none of this matches up. So everything was, you know, at the end of the day, it was just, a everybody broke up. We signed all our paperwork and we moved on, but you know, it's easy. And I have friends who've done time in Lindsay because of this situation where they got together and said, we're going to fuck this guy. We're going to say that he's a big piece of shit. And you know, this is like a, a skinny little 120 pound buddy of mine that so I know you're saying we're still talking about the bar scene. Yeah. Actually, that's an interesting segue. Yeah. We've had a, we've had a couple uh, dudes come into the bar screaming and yelling, trying to have a, have at us. It's been, you know, it's the point is people can just make shit up. About yeah. Somebody. Oh, yeah. And, 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 and it what's happens. fucking sad is that it works. It does. It, Man, we've had gigs yeah. stolen right from underneath our, noses because they call it just like yeah those guys and they can say whatever they want they could say, i mean let's be i'm gonna be honest with like eric is one of the most straight cut dudes on the fucking planet eric doesn't smoke weed eric doesn't fucking do nothing eric will have a beer with me now and then it's like as bad as it gets and they'll be like yeah these guys are just into a bunch of drugs to say that like eric i mean i've done my share of drugs i avoid doing a bunch of them at gigs but like to have people call and be like yo because we played the atria just because we played it and everybody knows drugs happen there they're like, well, those guys are just a bunch of drug heads and, try, and tried to lose those kicks and succeeded because yeah. owners, the owners just don't want to deal with the bullshit. They're like, oh, is there any bullshit involved? Never mind, right? So yeah, yeah it, 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 I, I, it is. You could take this Johnny Depp Amber Heard thing and apply it right down the line to that. Yeah. Talking shit about people when it's not, when you're lying, yeah. isn't fucking acceptable. And when it happens, you're going to pay the price. We got to bring that back. 15 yeah. million or a fucking bat to the head. It doesn't want, it's going to be one or the other. Uh, and they both sound they back, both sound shitty to me. So. Bring back integrity. Bring back phrases like "you got my word." Like, yeah, how about we just people, fucking be nice yeah. to each other and, and, and well, keep I our mean, mouths closed unless I, we got something nice I to mean, say? I mean, the true colors are kind of showing here. How like Johnny Depp's like she can keep her money. You know, I'll mm-hmm. move on, and he 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 moved on. Yes. And meanwhile, she's still in the news. Like, oh no no no, the, the, you know this happened. This said, I want to see Johnny do this interview, and it's like he's he's done. He I moved liked, on. I liked the interview where she goes. Um, apparently I'm a bad actress but I'm a good actress so like which one is it if I'm such a bad actress but then I was acting really well in court like I don't make up your minds I just I love her addressing and using the word actress like six times in a row that's just it, it exemplifies or it kind of reinforces that you don't, you're confused, you're talking in circles, you're grasping at straws. You know what I mean? Like there's no clear, concise talk from Amber. Otherwise, I might actually be like, yeah, whatevs, you know, like kind of give her some credit. It's the talking circles and stumbling over her words that gives away its horse shit. Yeah. When I was a little kid and my mom was calling me out on lies, what did I do? I stumbled. I was little Johnny and I went to the bar and then I fell. <laughs> it was, I just fell. I swear to God, I didn't hit him. I just fell and I hit my head. You got me. You know, like it's just like you give up eventually. I just wish Amber would. Yeah. 
So I wanted to uh, talk about Chris Evans quickly. Yeah, because let's do it. with uh, with with Buzz Lightyear coming out, there's a scene in Buzz Lightyear where uh, there's a lesbian. Couple. Is it not out? I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, out. It is yeah, out. yeah, yeah. Have you seen so, it with the kiddos? No, no, no. Okay, okay. So there, so there's a scene in it with a lesbian couple that kiss. But, oh yeah. But obviously that's Say going to slower, Mark. that's going to offend other religions. So there are which, certain oh, countries. Well, well, which religions in particular? Well, you know, we can talk about the Muslim religion. Oh, Muslims don't like gays. No. That's not good. No. <laughs> anyways. But anyways, let's you get our caller. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you. So then you have like the. So star- seriously. So you're saying countries with a predominantly Muslim religion won't play this movie because there's a girl kissing scene. That's not a, from main characters. Just it's just a scene. Uh, it's it's one of the main characters. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So. Could they not like deep fake one of the one of the two <laughs> yeah, girls? They've got the like, Muslim version where like it's just Luke's, a dude in yeah. that place. Put I know like her name. Mando deep fake. Yeah. I know Luke her and... name is Pearl, but we're gonna pretend it's Paul right yeah. now. Yeah. It's just Paul, but just for just for Iraq. Yeah. So Chris they're Evans, so special. So Chris Evans came out to call every country that doesn't air this movie idiots. Now it it depends on where uh, you stand from. Like every country essentially is different. Every every border has their own rules. And this the, is and the yeah. Way this is go. a gray fucking line, Mark, because this is when tolerance becomes retarded. You know what I mean? It's like is Chris? I don't know. I'm really on the fact. Like this is a weird thing. I don't think Chris should have said that, but I kind of agree with him. But I just wouldn't say it. It's not something you should say because they have the freedom to practice whatever they want regardless of your opinion yeah unfortunately what they practice is oppressive towards women which I, is not something we're well, about well i mean so women a, and men it's a it's a tough call to, to say you're allowed to do what you want oh right but what you do is actually really against the rest of our rules like normal societal rules on the west coast or on, on the west side of the world i think what we take for granted is where we were born our roll of the dice could have just as easily been Very anywhere much else. so, yes. And everyone's a product of what they grow up in and what environment they grow up in. Now, that does not justify the actions. We've but, talked about breaking the cycle. Them. We've yeah. talked about breaking the cycle. It's yeah. a big theme yeah. here, you know. And I've got, I'll be honest, I, I feel like I, I have a mild opinion on the topic just because I have a lot of Muslim friends now that have denounced the religion. I have, you know, friends that show me pictures of them in elementary school in full hijab and now they walk around with wearing whatever they want with their hair dyed funny colors because they just went, no, I'm not doing it anymore. I'm a grown woman. I can do what I want. So it's got, or, and guys that are like, I'm going to marry a white girl. And they're like, what? What? <laughs> yeah, they're not fucking down. No, you're not yeah. marrying that white girl. You, uh, you yeah, you got to take a moment to appreciate those stories and yeah. how crazy it must've been for them to overcome. I, I, give, like I it, give more props yeah. to a Muslim kid male or female that has come to this side of the world and embraced both their religion from mom and dad and this culture that's the hardest but thing on the goddamn planet to do. You have this, more props this than anyone. This might end up tripping up Disney. And I say that because now they've brought forward the first Muslim superhero, Ms. Yes, Marvel. Right. Ms. Marvel has her own show in the MCU, which Chris Evans is also. I got a question. She's from I Toronto, haven't, I haven't seen Ms. Marvel. So does she wear her hijab for the whole show? I, I well, then already it. she's not a real Muslim. Sorry. There you go. I'm, I'm going to fucking cut this right to shit because the real Muslims don't take that off. So if she's could, being a Muslim character, she's not following Muslim practices. I'm surprised that community is not losing their shit over that character. Oh, they, they probably are. I'm just saying, like, if you really want to call a spade a spade, to do it true the way it's supposed to be, you got to wear that. So if she's a girl character not wearing it, it's yeah. already saying she's the first Muslim character. So she's the first non-practicing Muslim character. Like, let's be, like, really, it, that'd be like saying... 
Captain America was the first Christian character, but he, but he doesn't go to church. It's just, the, 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 what's the point of even talking about his religion then if, if he doesn't go to church? So I don't, that's why are you shoving Muslim into our face saying she's this when she's not even really practicing it the way they do? Seems yeah. kind of silly and counterproductive. And if it was my religion, I'd be a little offended. But whatever, it's not my religion, so I let them do what they want. But yeah. So I mean, yeah. I mean, Disney has their own share of issues. But then if we do do go to the flip side with DC, I mean, oh. I mean, Ezra Miller. Oh, boy. First, Have you heard about this, uh, Eric? This is interesting shit. You know Ezra Miller who plays... Flush. Yeah. yeah. So, He's fucking up. Big. So, I mean, he, he had the two assaults down in Hawaii, and everybody's like, okay, well... You and know, when was this? Do you know when they were? Last couple of years, right? No, Since no, no. no. The, 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 the assaults in Hawaii were like three weeks ago. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Yeah, the, the two assaults, and then like the cops are looking for him. They can't find him. And then uh, parents come forward saying like, uh, he has my daughter with him. Oh, okay. So now there's kidnapping and uh, and she's like seventeen or yeah, something. Yeah, oh. like the underage grooming and uh, of a minor and all that shit. So now like the cops are like, no, we really want to, we really want to find him. So they go to Warner Brothers and Warner Brothers is like, hey, maybe we'll be able to reach out. And instead, Ezra Miller deletes his Instagram. So it's like, oh, so now he's even harder to find because he's erasing his social media presence. Wow. And from what I've read, they're still going to release The Flash, but they're changing up the actor who's playing The Flash after that. It's, it's like they already shot Is it the like movie. Ugly Sonic? They'll just, they'll just kind <laughs> yeah. of overlay something what on What the fuck be, is be going Luke on? Skywalker from Mando, right? <laughs> Tie it all back. There, wh wh what is, like, I don't know, man. I'm going to cry. I have to cry. I'm sorry. I just, because the DCU is just, just it's over. It's fucking over. Um, maybe, hey, could they maybe, could they maybe take the Flash actor from the series, from the TV series? Uh, th there's a petition going around trying to get him in it. Grant okay, Gustin. Okay. Yeah, okay. Grant Gustin. You, you can stop now. The, uh, I don't think people would be upset by that. I'm really upset. Right? If you put Grant Gustin in there, doesn't he have more of a following than Ezra? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> and and then we go to uh, the Aquaman, and uh, oh god, I, here I go! <laughs> <laughs> that stupid bitch is still in it. So, so is she really? Well, yeah. So the they told everybody she wasn't, and then people showed up to theaters, and she's in it for twenty two minutes. Yeah, so she's in it for for the test footage. It's like, oh, they're in it, and now they're saying like, okay, we have to cut her. Fuck. It's like it's like now we don't believe you gotcha. because you said that she was out of it the first time, and now you're saying that she's out of it again. Now, allegedly, the, like, the role's being recast. I wish, you know what I love is that when we're talking about Marvel, we can actually talk about the stories. We can't even yeah. get into the stories with DC because the <laughs> fucking, scandals. because the scandals and yeah. the backstory is so much yeah, more yeah, interesting. Yeah. So, now, so now, like, with uh, DC. I don't give a fuck what happens to The Flash. I just know that he's a fucking child-grooming pedophile now. <laughs> That's all I need to know. So it's way more interesting than his movie. <laughs> yeah. Fucking psycho. But Jeez. to me, to me, Daredevil's number one of everything, and that's why I'm biased. I think you look at a TV series and you assume it's lower grade or B side, but oh, no. Grant Those Gustin's better than Ezra, I think. If you even know who Grant Gustin is. Oh yeah, yeah, but you said Daredevil. Yeah, yeah, but I'm giving an example oh, of okay. TV, oh, yeah. TV, yeah, yeah, yeah. TV okay, series yeah. that can yeah. kill you it. shouldn't assume they're worse. And and yeah. but, and look, but Marvel's smart enough to have uh, seen Charlie Cox's potential and brought him into the new Dark. No, the new Spider-Man. He's, Spider he's in Spider-Man, so yeah. he'll be in the in the in a big movie soon. I hope they give him no, his no, own. they're they're giving him his own show, uh, his own Marvel show. They should with, give him another under, one under Disney Plus. Yeah, they should because the three there's three seasons of Daredevil, and they're they're the best three seasons of anything. Yeah. I think they're better than all. Oh, I I I think they're better than anything <laughs> Disney's done since Endgame. Are they, are they better than Captain America? I'd say it's on par with Captain America: Winter Soldier, and better than everything else released, including Loki. I just did a rewatch and. I, I can't think of anything better, period. 
Then what? Sorry. Daredevil season. Yeah, I, I, the first that season one and three. This anything with Fisk. As soon as you get Vincent D'Onofrio in there, even oh, Punisher, he, he, Punisher, and pun, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. Re- he released he's a great. picture uh, recently of uh, like he got he got really he got buffed jacked up. again. Oh, yeah. So is he going to be Fisk again? Yeah, yeah. But he's going to Fisk in, it up, boys. But, but in the Echo series. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, he's going to appear in other Marvel yeah, series as yeah. as Kingpin. It's Spider-Man, too, because he's also one of Spider-Man's main main enemies. It'd be cool to see him in Holland Spider-Man. versus D'Onofrio? Fucking... I don't like Holland that much, but that would be good. That would be good that to see. That was my first exposure to Kingpin, was Spider-Man v. Yeah. Kingpin, like in video oh, games oh, and stuff. Oh, I agree, yeah. yeah when yeah. I was younger, um, we had that SNES game. He was yeah, in the, he yeah. was in the fucking SNES game. Yeah, he was also Genesis, in the cartoon. The, car- game the cartoon that we watched that's on Disney yeah, Plus yeah, yeah. now. Uh, he was pretty big part of it. And Doctor Strange oh, yeah. was there all oh, the yeah. time too. Yeah. Doctor Strange hung out with Spider Man after season two all the time. I didn't even know who Daredevil was at that time. Yeah, I did. Now Daredevil yeah. doesn't show doesn't show up. I don't think in the cartoon. Did he ever show up in our yeah. cart- the cartoon we were kids? I don't think he did. I'm so. gonna have to finish my rewatch. Yeah. Four? Did he? Yeah, the nineties. Yeah. The nineties cartoon. Yeah. I haven't seen that he episode up, yet. He showed up as a as a lawyer that Spider Man had to talk to, and then, uh, or sorry, Peter. And then when he was <laughs> Spider Man, whoa, whoa, cats <laughs> out of the bag! Cats out of the bag! I remember a lot of Morbius. Yeah. A lot of Morbius. Okay, so, let's talk about that because well, well, he saw well, it, and I just, haven't. Just sorry, before, sorry. Yeah. Just before we get into the that, topics, I, just they yeah. just start flying. They somewhere. just start flying. So, so when it comes down to DC saying like, "Hey, we re- we did cut." And uh, and we recast. I think we've right. made it to the point where it's like Pixar didn't happen. Like we want, yeah. <laughs> like we want to see the didn't happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit, yeah. Right? I agree. <laughs> but like, do they have to change up their audition process? You know like, do they have to ask, like, hey, can you promise us while under contract you won't kidnap, groom, or sexually assault anyone? Oh, or shit on someone's bed, or cut their finger off? If they can <laughs> say yes, be prepared for some crazy nonsense out of the left field story that you didn't expect. Oh, we should have wrote in the contract, don't scale the pyramids of Giza naked, screaming <laughs> Warner Brothers is the worst company ever, and then post it on your Instagram. Fuck, we should have put that in the contract. Ezra Miller just did it. <laughs> you yeah. know, like- Feel free to say you've talked about this at length, but Pixar didn't happen. Like, if you've already talked about it at length in another episode. Pics do- or it didn't oh, happen. Picks. Like, oh, pics. Oh, not, oh, pic- okay. not Pixar. Okay, okay, okay. I will admit that I was my first. you were still on Lightyear and, yeah. okay. Yeah. 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 No, I thought that I did. It took me a second to draw, okay, the, draw okay. the thing. Pixar okay. didn't happen. Okay. okay. <laughs> no, but Pixar did happen. Yeah, yeah. But we want Pixar. It didn't happen from Warner Brothers because yeah. we don't believe anything yeah. from them. So um, th- one thing I will but say, even that- with Pics, it could have not <laughs> right? happened at this point because they fake shit. Right? Yeah. So w- with that being said, Walter Hamada, the producer who's in charge of Aquaman r- right now, he uh, he was the success story for DC. Like the first Aquaman made over a billion dollars. So with a B. Yeah, so now that uh, DC has a new owner uh, who came over from Discovery, I believe. News to me, but okay. Yeah. So he it. came over from uh, Discovery, and he's a guy who's saying, like, we need a Feige figure. Yes. For him to say, we need a Somebody Feige figure. Somebody like Feige. Discovery yeah. which, which Channel? For, for people... Uh, I think so. For people who don't know, Feige is the mastermind, along with Favreau, that started the MCU and kind of masterminded the first, like, four or five movies. Yeah. And so he's yeah. saying, we need a Feige figure and for him to say that that puts pressure on walter hamada who's the producer of it's Aquaman. too bad snyder's da- daughter daughter fucking say, died because he could have been there five yeah, and he wanted I to be ch- I was about un- to say until that, yeah. and i but you can't you can't blame the man for the tragedy that happened in his life to walk away from filming i mean i wouldn't wish what happened to that guy on anybody whose name did you say snyder, snyder jack oh, yeah, snyder yeah. he was gonna be there feige they had it in the bag and yeah. he was the guy to do it i mean watchmen well, and everything was great for, i know he was getting some shit but he was building something that would have been great 
from from what I, I believe, from what I understand, and this this is a rumor, is when this uh, this new uh, owner came in, he was like uh, Henry Cavill as Superman. Let's let's do this ASAP. Let's scrap all other Superman projects and just have. Uh, Henry Cavill. I love Henry. Yeah. I want to see. Okay, I'm gonna. I, I would just watch Man he's of Steel. The Witcher as well. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a great actor. Yeah, I, yeah. I, don't, I honestly will fuck with Henry. I hope he's. I hope he's not a fucking rapist like every other actor I seem to like. <laughs> He'll be but, like, you didn't ask me at the interview. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. No, but uh, I, I love. I like. I think he's one of the best Supermen. I love. I think him and Amy Adams have a really great chemistry on, on screen. That you don't. You know, I've never really watched Lois Lane and Superman and felt like I do with other characters like they oh Pattinson is that because of your ginger thing Pattinson or? yeah I'm jealous I'm jealous I'm like just your hands off Amy she's mine oh little Italian princess perfect blend of Italy and Ireland just uh, anyways but I love their scenes they're they're good together and I, I feel it you know it's the first time I ever watched there are some Lo people who actually complain about the chemistry between those two I disagree but but it was if good. you if you watch uh, the Don adjusted which a lot of people hate on when you when uh, when you see him. Uh, kind of die. Spoiler alert! If you haven't seen it, hopefully, yeah. hopefully you've seen it by now because it's been out forever. Sixteen, yeah, yeah. twenty sixteen. Yeah, uh, but when you see him die and you see how it breaks her and she goes back to his mom. Amy's a very good actress and yeah. she method acts. So she, yeah, she method acted the shit out of that and she killed yeah. it. I loved it. And the come on, Diane Lane. Oh, uh, Diane not, Lane I mean, the this is the thing: is you can't fuck. I never understood how anybody fuck with that cast. Doesn't Costner his goddamn father? Isn't Costner his dad? His dead, da his dead yeah, daddy. Yeah. Like, come on! I love the, those scenes when he, when he. Oh, actually, it's choking me up thinking about it. The scene when he, when he says to him, "One of these days, the world's going to know what you are, and you got to decide what you want to be to them." And it's just yeah. such a beautiful line yeah. because they never really. They always show Superman like it's like you got to grow up and save the world, son. They. I love that in the in Snyder's verse. They gave him the choice. He said, you can hide this your whole life and no one's going to know and no one's going to ever care. It's okay. Don't be ashamed, but you got a gift, you know what I mean? And you should probably do something with it. It was just so, a beautiful thing. And Costner and Diane Lane and that whole cast, that I think if they just, ugh, if, if Snyder's daughter and that, that, that horrible fucking accident hadn't happened and they could have kept it going, I think it would have been, the two, three movies after that would have been amazing. And by now, they'd be out and we'd be watching a Flash movie with Ezra or whoever, and you, you never know. Maybe Ezra would have turned into such a fuck up if, if, if things had gone this way, right? You never, you, you never know. The fame is clearly getting to him. The money, he just filmed The Flash with Keaton and them. He's feeling like a god. You know what I mean? And the Snyder cut did so well, and people praised him in that because no one really cared about him in Whedon's version. So I can, I think the fame is getting to his head, and he's being a little bit of a psycho, but I mean, I'm not condoning it. I'm just saying it's a shame to see. Yeah. Oh, it hits me every time that narrative. The, yeah. the whole, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. Great responsibility. Yeah. It's, it's right? beautiful. You, you, it's beautiful. You could hide. You could be a wrong coward universe, and, though. <laughs> I, I, but you keep hearing that narrative over yeah. and over. Yeah. they're reminding us. Oh, hey, by Star, the way, Star Wars is doing yeah. it with Kenobi now, yeah. constantly. You know, I say, you know, with him, where it's just, oh, him hiding away for ten yeah, years. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like yeah, don't, yeah. don't, don't like stay away from the Force. You know, yeah, with yeah. the fighting is over. That whole idea. So it's it's, it's a theme amongst many 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 galaxies. And I but love. But I'm it. glad they keep reminding us. Hey, these people don't have to do this. Exactly, they're heroes. <laughs> and, yeah. and, and and we were talking last week. I guess that's why not everyone's a hero. You know what I mean? Because it's not supposed to be easy. Yeah. You anyway. know, you know who's not a hero? Drake. <laughs> so okay. He, so he just so he just uh, came out with a new album called Honestly. Never mind, and that's pretty much Something what about I taxes, have to say. Doing his taxes, right? <laughs> that, that, that's what I have to say about the news of his album. So me, me and Eric have these moments. Okay, so we're going to share that inside joke real quick. So this is Drake related. I'd like for to sure. be a part of one someday. So we're we're we'll at the boulevard, okay, and we are setting up 
to, to do our, our Sundays last year. And they the boulevard in the North Oshawa is a, an urban bar, we'll call it. It's in the part of town where we're the only white people in the bar sometimes when we go in. Uh, which is fine because, uh, I mean, we made so much. I mean, 90% of the people that used to walk in that place were like, Eric Alex, what's up? Yo, get some Drake going, motherfuckers. That's you know? the beauty of all requests. It was, it right? was the beauty of all requests is that we can play a hip-hop bar and we can get fans, but we can also play a... a you know, the Fox and Goose, which I would consider more of a, of a redneck, you know, rock and roll bar. And we, we can win yeah. them over, too. So, you know, we, we're playing there and Drake was just on the shuffle, the <laughs> shuffle. But it was like a specific song. And we were setting up our equipment and it was the speaker was particularly loud. And we're just kind of looking at each other, listening, to, like taking in the words. And I'm sorry, guys, if you think that Aubrey is a good lyricist. You're wrong. You are incorrect. Okay. I'll, 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 if you want to come on the show and argue what with me. What's that name again? Aubrey? His name is Aubrey. Okay? Wheels is what you're looking for. Wheels. We will, I will drop down <laughs> lyric after lyric of the dumbest shit. And I did it all for the nookie. Come on, the nookie. So you could take that cookie and stick it up your yeah. I will destroy. I will take that horrible line that made Fred Durst a million dollars and I'll put it up against Drake's best and I'll destroy it. I guarantee it because he's that bad. So in the line, he's talking about stressing over how he hasn't done his taxes. Tax deadline is he's coming like, up. He's like, I haven't done my taxes. And he's talking about how stressed he is. I think this was in the chorus. And it we, kept coming It was up, a chorus. Yeah. It was a chorus line. We just kept looking at each other like, I don't know how to say this without swearing. I'm sorry. <laughs> if this motherfucker right here is writing songs, like if people are, are in their cars vibing out going, yeah, me neither, bro. They're like, seriously, fuck you. Fuck you twice. You Those need to, the first somebody needs to put days, you yeah. some Mob Deep in your headphones yeah. or some Eminem or some Dr. Dre or some fucking Tupac and show you what real music is and then smack you in the head because I don't understand how anyone listens to it. Like we just, and everyone in the whole club, the whole boulevard sitting there at the bar moving their fuck. Yeah, I love this jizzy song and we're looking at each other like are you hearing this bullshit he's saying it's <laughs> fucking borderline retarded to be completely fair a lot of the time requests come up and i i don't have time at all to analyze the lyrics whatsoever oh we'll play drake so, we've played drake a hundred so times i'll play drake I, if i'm asked to yeah but i don't like him i hope his plane goes down i i haven't analyzed his lyrics enough to to give an opinion and i hope but he survives and like polar out. bears I, like, what the? I hope he survives him and his managers survive and they have to eat each other in like the rocky wilderness and then polar bears come or whatever local okay. wolves and then yeah. eat him alive yeah. well, and, and and one of the wolves is just like somehow can speak english and it's just like yeah. your music fucking sucks yeah. right before he dies you don't hate him but you hope for that scenario that's yeah. well if it happened i wouldn't cry i'm just yeah. saying i giggle a bit yeah. anyways if drake's plane ever goes down the fbi is gonna be at my house or the Canadian version of the FBI arresting me going, you set it up, didn't you? Him and Bieber were on the same plane, motherfucker. It was you. Just to tie this all together real quick, and that's what I do. All these themes fit together. Uh, Luke Cage, rewatching Luke Cage right now. Oh, the hip-hop. Yeah, yeah. hip-hop in that is amazing. Oh, but I, I, I just imagine them cranking Drake while they're fucking shooting each other in the streets. Like they, <laughs> I, I just can't imagine them Haven't worried done my about taxes. The, Yeah, exactly. Pop, pop, pop. Yeah. And, and, and to tie that back to the to the narrative we talked about of great power comes great responsibility. Like we're just at that point where Pop in the barber shop is like telling Luke, "Fuck this, fuck this hiding." Right? You got a gift. You got to fucking use it and save yes. our fucking neighborhood. Right. Do and it. That's the Uncle Ben moment. Right? I love it. I, yeah. It's not wrong, man. Yeah. 
Oh, Jesus Christ. So so a quick, quick drizzy story outside of that. I worked at Land Rover Jaguar <laughs> and I was doing a timing chain on a, on a, on a five liter supercharged autobiography, top of the line, $250,000 truck. And I couldn't get it to time. It's a very, it's an 18 hour job in the book. So you can imagine the fucking effort. Bunch of special tools involved. It's one of the most difficult jobs I've ever done as a mechanic is the timing chain on those fucking five liter supercharged. And I'm turning the shafts and they're snapping close. I'm going, fuck, God damn it. And the guys are like, Alex, what's up? I'm like, I can't time this motor. It's just fucking with me. And they're like, check the work order. Look whose car it is. Because every time Drake would come on the radio, Hotline Bling was the hit at the time. I'd be like, turn it off. I don't want to fucking hear this guy, man. Fuck it. Are, are you about to tell me that you cut Drake's timing chain? No. I fucking wish. No, it was so. They, I look at the work order and it's his name and his company and, and it's his manager's backup Range Rover from when theirs is fucked. Oh, yeah. I wanted to leave. I said to everybody in the shop, I, I didn't do it, but I said, I want to leave a nugget of poop in the glove box. Okay. So bad. Amber Heard that, style. That was the joke, right? <laughs> Tie that together. It's a good thing I didn't because otherwise, I might vote I might I might be up on trial like Amber yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yo, what's up? Yeah, this white motherfucker here eh, on the other side of the courtroom now I'm saying eh, shit in my motherfucking glove box. Yo, turn on that auto tune. The judge can't understand me. Eh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well up here in the six, there's some shit in my glove box. What the fuck? Taxes, right, Judge? Right. So, I didn't Judge was like, yo, you didn't do your taxes, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Reynolds. So sorry about this. <laughs> so I worked for a company, uh, a carpet cleaning company. And we were called. Do you do in, your taxes? So we were we were called in to uh, clean his carpet because I guess his dog threw up on Drake's carpet. Drake Are again, you yeah. serious? Yeah. Ah. So we so we had a technician go in there and he was uh, telling us the story that that he had to uh, like give his phone in before going in there and all that. And I was like, man, if I had gone, you know, I, I could have said, oh, no, don't worry. I, I don't like this guy anyways. I Like, I don't like him. Like, yeah. you're good. Yeah. Like, Actually, I'm not, I might make the carpet worse. Yeah. Maybe you should get another guy. I mean, here. you would have to pay me to take a photo of this Were, there, <laughs> were there pics of the dog shitting on his carpet? Because no. no pics didn't happen. <laughs> didn't happen. Did we just find out that Alex shit on Drake's carpet? I think it, it was not There's the no dog. proof that this, it wasn't oh, me who did it go. and that Mark's company wasn't called you. <laughs> Clean up my it feces. All, it all ties together. I got you, Aubrey. Wow. I fucking got you. This, this, is this the big should be unveil. a movie. This is the big unveil right Honestly, here. Honestly, like, like that movie Keanu, the, the, those guys yeah. did about the little cat. Yeah. We can make a whole movie about yeah. our goal to shit on Drake's carpet. And Drake, I bet you, honestly. Oh, Drake's watching right now. He's, he's like, probably fucking be in the movie. He'd be like, yeah, I want to make a movie about someone who hates how me. Much you need, how much you need? How much you need? I'm down. That sounds hilarious. Can yeah. I do the soundtrack? <laughs> he's watching. He's like, I fucking yeah. knew it. It's yeah. a fucking mechanic. I swear to God. I fucking knew he would. Beat the shit on the table. Hang on, you're echoing. Try to be so mean. It'll be like, Dude, man, that's fucking. I would love. He'll be like, "How much do you need?" Wait, 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 wait. Let me do this under the table because I don't want to claim this on my tax. <laughs> I don't want to be a fucking later than I already am, oh my bitch. God. Oh my god! I'm, <laughs> I'm just picturing like, like you know the, the that that tower heist movie with Eddie Murphy. Yeah. It's like we're trying to get to, to to Drake's penthouse just to take a shit and leave, just to leave. and then we finally get there. Right, the end of the movie, we finally get up, and I got nothing. I'm like, ah, pushing, but there's nothing there. I'm like, I'm fucking constipated. I can't. Somebody got any laxatives? Fuck. <laughs> oh man. I just uh, anyway, so I wanted to poop in Drake's glove box and I didn't. That's the, that's the where this all started. How did from. Amber do it? You got to get tips from Amber. Well, she did it in the bed, yeah. so which would be easy. I'm going to okay. be honest; it's easy to shit the bed. Okay. I've done it my whole you life. Thought the <laughs> <laughs> just look at my life. I shit the bed every job I have, every marriage, every girlfriend, every band. I shit the bed all the time. Oh fuck! Here, here's here's random, 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 really random topic. Do you have a photo face? Like, if somebody's coming at you, like, oh, yeah, yo, no, can I get a quick picture? Do you ever, like... Oh, like, put a face on? Yeah. 
No. No? Speaking of which, I had, I had no idea that this was going to be on video, right? Yes. Well, no, no, we're <laughs> done the video now. The video oh, is, oh, okay. has been gone for 20 minutes. But point being, it makes me think yeah. of that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah. do I have Interesting one? Interesting story. Yeah. Do I have to sit there and like, oh, I'm on video? <laughs> so. Duck lips the whole time. <laughs> I get the feeling every time you see a guy who's like fucking badass in a picture, that's his photo face. I think right? you're probably he's, right. He's like trying over the top to just be badass. But then or, honestly, but there are other, there's other people where their regular face is their photo face. And I, I've met like, I've met musicians like this sometimes. Maybe they're real. Uh, musicians that you and I probably both know. Maybe where, they're real. <laughs> where they're just like, they're always in like their sunglasses and their <laughs> it's all. It's all. We. I, I, you can't see because I. I we're on the right. We're, 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 oh, you're saying they do the photo face in person as well. That's that, what you're saying. They're just oh, always okay. like that. You're they're not just, saying it's real. You're saying they're fake the they're entire time. Always putting it on. <laughs> like it never <laughs> turns off. Like you, the only way for it to turn off is to like catch them. Like yeah. I don't know. In the in, in, like like wiping at their ass. Course, and even yeah. then, they probably stop wiping and just look up with their sunglasses on. Like yeah, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like uh, music. I see with musicians. I'm sure there are other there are people outside of that. But I definitely can think of people in a music group that are like that but the I, I think that my face is like this you know the smile like the i'm happy even though i'm not <laughs> you know i think yeah, as a, a forced smile as a crazy person because most I, th I think it's interesting too because it's a weird coincidence that a, a lot of the time when someone says can i get a picture it'll be a moment when you're not in a mood for a picture when someone's like let's get a pic like i was at the i went to chasers because i got a gift certificate it's the first time i went out all year so I grabbed a couple friends and we went over to Chase's to have just a few drinks. There was nothing going on that night, so it was like a quiet night. And my friend was working bar, so I was like, "I'm gonna go chill with with the, with, with with the peeps." And um, nothing going I, on. I took a picture. There was no karaoke or nothing. I so mean, so we I, got a book it. Yeah, actually, <laughs> Sonia works there, and she's talking oh, all about it. Sonia's yeah, still. Yeah, she's the, she was there when I went. That's why I went to chill okay. with her and okay. uh, brought a couple friends and stuff. We had a good time. We actually ended up chilling all night. We went back uh, back to Julie's and we were drinking and shooting the shit and we had a, we were partying all night. All four nice. of us. It was a good time. Nice. So we should book there because Sonia was like, "You guys should play." So I should get at her about it. But they, I gave them a number. I left a number definitely with the one guy. But you know how every time you talk to these owners, very, this is this is this is this is definitely relevant. You know, I'm like, "Hey, what's up?" And I tried to kind of just sh sh say hi, you know. And Sonia tried to introduce me, and it was very, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, I'll talk to you later." You know, you know, just like, what the fuck, man. Like, do you want people to come here and play music and make money for you or not? I mean, maybe maybe this comes down to the photo face. Maybe you need like a good Vin Diesel <laughs> smug smile photo face. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's all about family well, now. thinking right? about D and D. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but yeah. So, so like, I know a few people who who like who will pucker, but not quite pucker. But like, it's a semi pucker. But then again, what about a gangster? You know, sexist. But are we talking about guys here? Uh, both. Oh no, I, I, I know They're men. Yeah. Oh no, I yeah. know men who duck. Me uh, and me and a fr me and Josh actually have a few mutual friends. I that, ran into him, by the way. Oh yeah, he's back. Yeah, he got. He's had, it's been, we'll talk off air. Okay, we'll talk, yeah, we'll sorry, talk sorry. off air. It's <laughs> yeah, been a yeah. fucking crazy okay, okay. fucking year for him. But uh, me and Josh have mutual friends where we will send each other their profile pics just to laugh at them because it's guys doing like duck faces or doing like fuck me eyes <laughs> in their profile pics. But it's like just dudes that are friends, like people we know. Like, yeah. the fuck is wrong with you, dude? Post a picture of you and your your kid or your wife or just you. Just, you know just those guys normal. have that on Grinder. You just know be, they do. You know they fucking do. <laughs> so I know, I know, I know some, 
well, one person in particular who's been called out uh, a bunch of times for it. I'm not going to name drop her right now, but she's been called out a lot of times. She's like, no, I, lo- I look better. I just look better. And so, well, no, you don't. Yeah, Tamara. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tamara. No, 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 no. But Tamara does good. She if, takes good pictures online. They don't look retarded. And, and whoever we're this, talking about. And if this person shall ever hear this, I want to bring up, I know my face is fucked up. I have a collapsed septum, crooked nose. I got the, as like just before the podcast, you're like, yo, did something happen to your face? I'm like, no, no, my glasses, glasses the pressure from my glasses. Dig into, dig into yeah, my nose. I get it like, too. I get it too right here. Yeah. yeah. Every I, guy who wears glasses and is a high high energy person like us where they get pushed into your face a lot yeah. has the mark and we look like we got punched in the face pretty much our whole lives. Yeah. We look like we have a gut so, knocked. So if somebody's like, yeah, well, look at you, I'll be like, hey, I know what I look like mm-hmm. and I still won't duck face semi pucker pucker but not <laughs> quite pucker. <laughs> Fuck that! <laughs> I remember I was I found that CD that Adam and Evil CD. Yeah. In those that was 2008. Some of those pictures, 2006. Some of them even. And I was putting on the the I'm in a <laughs> I'm in a band. I'm in a band. You know, head down, brow pointed. Oh, you you got to lose the glasses. But you were young. It's <laughs> you know? like. I tried so fucking hard, and it was. Oh, funny. you got that in your park picture. Well, the the fucking thing, the the one picture that you're using. The park, park picture, yeah, actually, I, that your glasses are I, off. And I you feel look very down. lucky. So I went to take a couple of pictures because I just moved into my new place, and I was really happy with it. And my phone sits in my windowsill at a great angle where I was poking it with my guitar, and I was like, "I'll take some pictures." Destiny, my friend Det. Shout out to fucking Det took that and turned it into the cartoon. Made like three or four versions of it. Didn't ask her to do none of this. Just grabbed it and did it. And then just sent it back and went, oh, I did this cartoon to you, motherfucker. Have at it. And I was like, oh my God, thank you. Can I use this for gigs? Like this, these aren't bad and it's not a bad pick. So I've been using it for the poster. I may use it for the Atria poster too. Um, so yeah, it's, it's been working well. So thanks, Destiny. I appreciate that. But uh, I'm still not paying you. <laughs> no, I told I said, if I ever make any money off that fucking logo, I got to throw you a piece. She's like, it's all good. I have to thank everybody for contributing to my stupid art whenever they do anything. Like yeah. even we were talking about the shot pod logo about how easy That's, it was to get I, it. I how impressed fi- we were. I turned to Fiverr, but um, one thing you, you have to have an idea of what you want though. Yeah. So, so like clear I had, and concise. I had a couple samples. I came back for the logo where it was like, like all across with just like the bullet hole in the background. I was like, no, 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 no. I want the bullet hole. The word the has to be on the top and to the, uh, the left and pot has to be at the bottom and to the right. And so like, you have to very specific. Yeah. You, you have to know what you want. And then, uh, and then, but like, there are people that'll do it cheap and sometimes you get what you pay for. And other times you, you far, well, that's, far surpass what you paid for. That's the thing with art too. You know, it's like, I think whenever you're doing something related to art, it should be different than like automotive. Like I always look at it like this. Like when I'm talking cars with people, you know, I just try to be, throw them out as much information at you as I possibly can. So you understand that I know more than you. So I have your best interest at heart to make sure your car runs well, because I know all the things that could go wrong. So you try to throw them more information that you need. But I think when you're talking about like this, there's got to be a passion involved at like, like when we're talking about, I remember I was talking about cymbal swells yeah. <laughs> for, for one of my songs and my drummer who had Asperger's was losing his mind over where the swells for the cymbal were for this clean guitar part. I'm like, bro, no one's listening to the fucking cymbals. It's, the, it's acoustic guitar, it's vocals, it's a pretty part. He's like, no, but it's those act, they're important that you need to get them right. You know, and I, at the time we argued for weeks about this as an, <laughs> as an adult, I realized he was right. At the end of the day, that type of, of obsessive compulsive with your art 
is yeah. what separates Linkin Park and Green Day and the Stones and those big bands. And we're, I was watching this thing called The Defiant Ones on Netflix, all about Dr. Dre, Jimmy Iovine, and that whole, how they started with, you know, NWA and everything in the 80s and, and built everything up to Beats by Dre, which sold for $3 billion. It starts with him as a gangster meeting Jimmy, uh, a poor Italian guy from, the, from New York, and... And just turning into Beats by Dre, you know, and even becoming an an empire, an entity, and running the world musically. And it's really cool. So, and it's that drive, it's that passion, it's that detail. Like, I want the P and Pod a sixteenth uh, of an inch to the right, and a little this, and I want that. You know what I mean? All these little, even though a, a normal a person would look at this and go, "This guy's fucking crazy," you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's our art, and that and what makes it art artistic and what makes it beautiful when it gets released to people, whether it's a silly podcast or it's a piece of music, a slow song, like we might be jamming later or whether it's uh, you know, whatever it, or whether it's a cover, a cover that you're doing for someone that was requested, like you got to put your, your soul into it and, and pay attention to those, you know, kick my foot up, make sure when I put my foot up, you're in halftime, bitch. Like if you're not paying attention to those details then you're not an artist and that's what separates the men from the boys. Yeah. Mark, you brought up, uh, is there ever a request where you're like, Oh my God, I don't want to do that. Well, every time that happens, you got to think, Let's make it our own. Let's let's make it better. Look, Britney, like, we get asked to do Britney Spears quite yeah. a bit, uh, and we do. Which what's the one we do most? It's not. Oops, I did it again. Is it? It's uh, uh one more time. Baby. It's hit, one more yeah, time. Yeah. So we'll do one more time. But it's we put a real rock edge oh, yeah. to it. Did you do the Metallica cover of it? No, nah, probably. <laughs> I'm probably closer really? to that style. Yeah. yeah, I've heard Metallica do it. Um, wow. it, it. Closer to that style, yeah. I mean, we're not yeah, we're not doing the hit field. But, yeah. but, but the drums yeah. are very driving, very open hi-hat. You know, I'm not... Do-do-do. I'm keeping them open, you know. Do-do-do. You know, we're trying to keep the vibe chill. And then we would do this... When we go still believe, we do this thing where we go, I must confess, I still believe. And then pause. Boom! We cut the music and we both go, still believe. Real quiet. And then smash. When I'm not with you, I lose my mind. Right back. And people go fucking nuts. They're like, bro, this is a whole new song to me. And that's what I got to say is that when you've got live musicians, that dynamic, that it just adds so much and people need to realize that. If you go to show after show after show where people are hitting play, you're not hearing those that type of shit. You're not hearing artistry on the spot whatsoever. Like you you can't have this obsession with backtracks and then and then every show sounds the same, right? I you, agree. You gotta, yeah. It's part of what makes the uh, you know the live music so exciting. And I think that during these 2 years people might have forgotten that a little bit. But they're going to they're being reminded. I mean, I'm I'm seeing one thing I I'm, I'm liking to see is that the gigs, like big gigs. Mother Mother came or it's coming. Um, and they're doing a tour and they're doing that whole Hayloft 2 tour. Well, Alexis okay. on Fire has got a bunch of gigs coming up. I, I, I want to say when it comes to a live performance, COVID showed me a, a few things. So um, during, uh, during COVID when like nobody was playing, certain bands released like a digital live performance. Yes. And when you do the digital live performance, like the, the falling in reverse – uh, digital live 21 pilots also did yeah, a bunch it's you don't hear the echo of the stage so the music sounds more compressed it's sound it, it has a more talk to the musicians just the musicians ask them about their experience playing during covid playing to empty arenas or playing to just a film yeah. crew they'll tell you flat out it was fucking horrible oh but yeah. they, they a lot of them thought if this is how it's going to be that they were going to get a job yeah a lot of musicians i think even like band big bands our lady peace Days like Disturbed, they flat out said... Unless if, they were hitting play, then they didn't give a shit. Yes. If, if oh, they yeah. were the artists that were hitting play, well, it uh, felt so, the same. I mean, it was yeah. rather unique to see uh, 
Goldfinger. I don't know if you saw what Goldfinger. I did see did. those. But yeah, like Goldfinger did like everybody from their own home yeah, recorded yeah. the part and yeah. And, and yeah. Twenty one pounds. Naked ladies did that as well. Dow yeah. T.O.P. did it with uh, that that level of concern song. They did a live version and they recorded it and it was all. And Posty did it, but individual rooms. Yeah, in the same house. W- with that, with that. With Travis. Yeah, yeah. with Travis. That yeah. was pretty cool, man. See, I thought it was cool when Travis was fucking with Posty. He should have followed that road and stayed away from motherfucking Col- <laughs> Colson. No, no, his name is Colson. Oh, sorry, sorry, all right. Yeah. That little bitch Colson, Colson stole, Aubrey, him, yeah. stole him away from us. <laughs> well, only the artists that, that deserve it get called by their names. Yeah. You know, like there's a reason Madonna and Lady Gaga and, and Prince and uh, you know, have get called by one name because they fucking earned it. You know, you're not there. And, and to tie that back, when we talk about groaning at certain songs, I got to remind myself, there are fucking kick-ass writers, even of top 40 material. I don't care what anybody says. When we get asked to play Britney Spears, I love it. I, I, I'm just, <laughs> saying, are I'm fucking just good. saying, as soon as you take that writing chops and you make it a rock song, this is where that, it's good. Madonna, I think, is one of the best ones that translates when if you, somebody you play re- a pop song and it goes If somebody great. requests Britney Spears, you're like, okay, hold on, and then you go put on the schoolgirl outfit, come oh, back, like, yeah, all right, right? let's do this. Let's I'm on drums. Don't look this way. Pigtails. Pigtails. <laughs> straight yeah. pigtails. You're, you're going to see up my kilt you're not gonna like what you see it's funny you say that what songs get you excited because it's the gayest songs the songs that you wouldn't like as a heavy metal guy who loves dream theater the songs that i jump off the kid and get excited about when people ask are the ones that you would think you would like the britney spears i get super excited billy eilish i'm like yes let's rock some billy well we've heard countless stories of people that gig night after night after night that whole story of this is feeling fucking repetitive yeah right? and, and, and yeah so playing rock you, music if, can be repetitive if you're playing Zeppelin, uh, like, the same I get, Zeppelin. I get that you love, like, even if you're OG and you're playing originals the entire time, you get sick of it yeah. playing those. Because they're yours, even though they're new to the people. Yeah. You've played it a thousand I, times. I'm sure we've heard that story from our favorites that they do get sick. I mean, look at Radiohead and how they just never want to play Creep ever again, yeah. right? I, so, I don't want to play Creep ever yeah. again. I'm not even in the band. <laughs> and how many, we've probably played that almost every gig we've ever done. Yeah, it's it's a like ra- a karaoke go-to It's a as rare well, yeah. song not to get requested. And yeah. do I ever get mad? Do I ever say, fucking again? No. Oh, you, you, fucking, you wait, you wait. You say you don't get mad now and next time you do it, I'll show up and be like, I'd like to hear Creep, please. And you'll be like, this fucking guy. It's fucking heckler in the crowd. It's still a bit of a challenge at the very end of the song when we're doing the run, 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 run. That bit. And then I got to play drums and I got to back him up. Because either he yells and we, we we try to hold that. I am not talking shit about that song. I, I'm just giving it as I'm an example. I'm sick of doing it, but it's still challenging. But imagine now. Radiohead, how sick they were, yeah. right? And the point is, like, even when you have your babies and you write your own stuff and you love it so much. And when they ask for originals, I dust them off and belt them out or whatever. But, yeah. but the people that play their OGs night after night, they get sick of it as well. We've had... We've had people at the tray that play originals yeah. night after night. And it's part of why I, it, I have a hard time following bands but, that just but, do nothing but originals. Yeah, I, I'm hoping I can finish that thought respectfully to all these guys that we all get sick of doing exactly the same thing every night. So if we take a song that isn't necessarily in the genre that we know and love and we make it in the genre we know and love, it's exciting. It's exciting. It, it depends because if I'm playing a one song... Uh, that I've heard tons of times, uh, that I've played tons of times, I'll kind of zone out while playing it because I'll be looking at 
somebody I haven't seen react to it. Nice. I'm like, oh, I haven't seen you react to it before. I played uh, this love song I wrote called Forevermore down at the lake at one of the many lake jams. And like, it's a it's a love song on acoustic. And there were two guys that were just sitting in their fucking car listening to me headbang. I'm like, well, uh, it's not a song you headbang to, but I appreciate the support. Thank you. But like, it's it's different. Everybody Do you remember the weird- fucking Lakeview Park jams last year? Or was it year before last now? It was the first COVID year. It was the first year of COVID. So 2020. So it was two years ago. Now. Are you bringing up five zero or? Yeah, no, I'm just saying, yeah, but we did get fucked up by the 5 but I'm just like, well, we played at the lake, you know, just, and we, we, the first time was July 1st, and I showed up with a snare drum, just a drum and a, and a stick, and a couple acoustics, and I would just go, bump, 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 you know, bump, bump, bump to the, whatever they were playing, and we were all singing, there was three of us or whatever, and Trevor, Trevor Waves was down there, and he met up with us, and yeah, it was exciting, and then, so we decided to come back after July 1st, and then we started bringing the drums and stuff and doing gigs, and we got arrested, and it was fun, but uh, <laughs> either way, you know, because it was COVID, I was like, oh, I can't be going next, I remember COVID, it was like, fuck off, so. To, to be completely clear, and I and I get that we said no names, but I guess if we say Lakeview Park, everybody's going to know which bar I'm talking about. <laughs> But yeah, that guy definitely doesn't work there still. Do you think he still works there? He's the owner. Is he own it? I hope the fucking burns down. Fuck that guy. <laughs> anyway, to be clear, right? I, I don't want to just leave it as 5-0 told us to stop. That makes it sound like shit. That, it's true. The problem was everybody in the park was loving it so much that they were drawn away from that patio. From the, oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was all pissed. And it was fat, funny because we were on the mic going, y'all want a drink? Head over to the fucking bar, grab yeah. yourself a drink Promoting, and then come yeah. back over. Like I was like trying to push his menu and shit yeah. to try and help so that, and he still wouldn't calm his bitch ass down. <laughs> so yeah, fuck that guy. But uh, <laughs> I told you, I say what I want. <laughs> yeah, Eric, yeah, Eric yeah. was like, what's the limits of where we can go with this? The yeah. guy, whatever that fucking dude's name is who owns that venue down the at guy. Lakeview Park. I don't park. even remember. <laughs> I don't know. So long all ago. I remember is that he talked to us very disrespectfully and if I see you on the street I'll slap you in your fucking face that's what I remember okay <laughs> flat out I just don't understand and me and Eric have dealt with this I'm, 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 I'm this is part of what I wanted to talk about so I'm gonna fucking run with it now <laughs> don't fucking talk to other musicians disrespectfully get oh you, you gotta understand we're all crazy we're all depressed we're all broke we're all in this together and we will knock you the fuck out I've had other musicians the atrium was, was one of the places I had a, an issue with this other musicians specifically when we were running our open mic coming in and screaming at us I, I, like at, while we were trying to load our stuff out like screaming you guys are fucking piece of shit you guys are stealing gigs and you hit the drums too hard you fucking asshole like, what the fuck the fuck are you knock that guy out Right the yeah. fuck, I almost got banned from the Atria for knocking that fucking guy out. I don't care. Don't talk to me like that. I'm not going to do it right away. I'm not a psycho. I'm not just going to jump at you. But like, if we're trying to load our equipment out, and I've had, a, you know, we have a mutual friend who's come around a little bit in the last few years, but at the time tried to lose us the gig at the boulevard, and I had to fucking have a talk with him in the parking lot too. He's not a friend of mine no fucking more, but he's a friend of yours. You know what I'm talking about. But you know what I mean? I got to talk to you about that. Yeah, like him and I, him and I are, are, are back in a, in a place now where, I don't know, I, I mean, he, he bothers me all the time to try and come and hang out at there, gigs and stuff. But either way. There used to be a sound guy at the dungeon who was like the, oh. the worst. Like, you'd be like, oh, this is what I want you to do. This is what I want for sound, blah, blah, blah. And he'd be like, no, 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 no. no this fuck is you. what I'm going to do and, and blah, blah. And I'm the sound guy. Let me do my job. And I'm like, I'm the fucking guy playing. Yeah. Your this job is, is to do what want. I, that's what I, I love what you just said. Let me do my job. I am letting you do it. I'm telling you what the band wants. Your job is to give the band what they want. Yeah. You, uh, do you want me to go get to whoever fucking owns this place and ask them what your job is? Because they're never there. That's the problem, right? They're never there. <laughs> yeah. They're always, it's... Uh, Unless you bring outside beer. And if you bring outside beer, that fucking owner is front and present. <laughs> so, <laughs> who the Teleports fuck? right there instantly. <laughs> Very good point, boys. See? But anyways, <laughs> the, my bottom line is this. The music industry, like we're all, 
we're all uh, depressed. We all have bipolar. We all have multiple personality. We all have something. Like, you know what I mean? It's part of what drives the art. It's part of what puts us where we are. I think a lot of us come from crazy situations, which is why we love music and why we're good at it, you know? Why we're crazy people. You know, why we do so... That, so, so, so know that. Respect that, you know? Like, we're all answering a call. If someone calls us and says, will you play tonight? We're not going to say no. Doesn't matter what the fucking situation is. You know what I mean? If they, if a bar has a thing out and says, come audition, and we show up and we play, and then the next night a band plays, and the next night a band plays, and we get the call, it's our gig. We're playing every Friday. How is, who stole what? We came, we played, we saw, we conquered. It's ours. That's how that works. So people get, you know, don't get jealous and don't get pompous because if you, instead of looking at other musicians with jealousy and going, girl, why'd you get this gig? Or why are you playing that song better than me? Or why are you, why, 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 why? What I love about the music community, and I feel like there are, for the most part, it's like this. Get excited about people who are better than you or get excited for somebody who got a gig. Say, this, I want to come to your gig and see you or I want to play that song with you. This loops around to how many guitarists does it take to screw in a light bulb? Ten. It does. <laughs> yeah. And, and it loops around to the Me Too stuff that we alluded to earlier. It's that um, some people know that part of the strategy these days is to just ruin somebody through gossip and yeah. making up yeah. shit. And it fucking works. And it really does. And, 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 uh, and the people that refuse to do it lose out, but I, I don't care. I sleep it's soundly at it. night not yeah. talking shit about other bands. We, I've, I've never done. I will. I mean, in a personal conversation between me and Mark or me and Eric sitting in the car, well, hey, did you like, you know, uh, Chainsaw Abortion? That's literally the name of a band I played with back in my high school days. Did you say like Chainsaw? No, I, I didn't really. I think everybody there liked them, but honestly, bro, I think they suck. Yeah, I didn't like them either. Too much yelling and the guitar player was really off. You know, I can have that opinion. I wouldn't say that to them. Maybe they'll get better and sign a deal and be bigger than I ever was. I mean, God knows what happened with Sum 41 when I saw them and thought they sucked. You know what I mean? Like you can get better and move on. And I wish that for my, my fellow musicians. That's why I'm not talking like you don't go to their friends and go, yo, check these guys out. Fuck this. Eh? Don't be like that. Don't be that guy. Be supportive. Maybe go up to that band after if they say, Hey, did you like us? Instead of saying, man, you guys fucking suck. Say it wasn't really my thing. And this is where I think you, you guys had a cool sound, but I would, imp this is where I think you could improve a little bit. But I gotta be clear. Next, next level is completely fabricating shit. Like we're yes. not, we're not yes. talking about opinion of how good somebody was yeah. on stage. We're talking just fucking slander. Like, yeah. Those, those guys well, will come to your bar and bring a bunch of we, we bikers have, and drug dealers. We have brought up in uh, another episode somebody who's always trying to one-up you. Oh, and like The music industry, I think, is, yeah. is you know, full You know what's better? It's like, okay, shut up. Just fucking let me do my thing. You do yours. We all know that one musician where you're like, we're all sitting around and you're like, oh man, it was one time I, I had the, probably my coolest gig. I played the opera house one time opening for Saga and that guy was like, oh, I toured Europe and fucking I play open for, for I open for the Rolling stones you're like oh cool good for you and then you'll be telling us that y'all had this really nice john patricia guitar oh i had a i had a limited edition john patricia guitar and he sucked my dick while i played it okay uh and uh this one time i was dating this really cool musician girl oh, i fucking i dated uh heather locklear he's <laughs> like oh my god like just one of these guys where it's always gotta yeah like shut up buddy yeah. we're just we're not you're do you want to measure dicks let's just put them on the table you know mark put yours out and eric for the viewers. <laughs> this was way louder, right? Oh, I, I don't know whether there was actual video on that, but this is actually happening here, just so you all know. And you know you can believe me because I don't make shit up. <laughs> this has been fucking amazing. All right, so one of the things, I've loved talking music. Music stories are fucking, have been great. And we could talk about the amount of crazy shit I think we've all done and the amount of... Um, Good. Oh, you ready? Oh, the sound of the shop pot right there. It's the sound of the shop. <laughs> um, that was me. But one of the things that uh, I love talking to him about, just 
the differences, you know, because Eric's, you know, close to me and Mark's age, you know, we're all in our 30 to 40 range here, you know, we're all 80s babies, 90s nostalgia. So we've got this, you know, what I remember the strike, you know, when we were when we were in Ontario uh, in the 90s, you know, and, and to me, it said, you know, it said a lot about the education and how parent that was a parent versus teacher moment, you know, where they were like, you know, the, 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 parent, the teachers were like, we want this curriculum and we want this money. And they're like, you have a pretty cushy job. Why don't you shut the fuck up and be happy? You know, I, at the time, I do feel like teachers were well compensated and that maybe it would, the, the, the amount of vacation and shit they were looking for was getting a bit much. But at the same, but I think all these years later, I respect the teaching profession more and you know what I mean? And the, the what, and what it takes to be a good teacher, but it definitely just showed the rift between parents and teachers and how is it different to today? Like we're talking about the whole the, the vaccine thing when they, they've now passed the thing saying if you're 12 years old yeah. and you your parents don't want you to get it, your teacher can say, nah, if you want it, you can get it. Little Timmy can say, I want to go get mine and, and even though my mom doesn't want me to and he can say, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. You know, that's a that's an interesting, that's, that's kind of weird, you know? Um, what do you think about that, Eric? It has not come up. Um, that's a good thing to hear yeah. right off the bat. But what, how do you feel about kids being I, able to make that I, decision? I feel horrible even saying this because, man, this is going to be nuts. But I cannot help but make my brain go to CRT after you say this. CRT. Oh, thank God you don't know what that is. Uh, <laughs> critical race theory. Oh, okay. <laughs> because there's all this shit, oh, tidal yeah. wave of, yep. oh my gosh, what are the teachers doing to our kids? And I've yet to have a single moment where anybody is pushing this CRT thing thank on anybody. God. Okay. So anyway, but, but, point, point being, whatever you hear is happening in anything to tie it all together careful again. With the table. Yeah. Care, careful what you believe, right? Yeah. True. It's so hard to well, know what is real and what isn't. Well, I, I mean, it, it's kind of tough. And again, politically, where this can create a divide without trying to create a divide. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of things are passed. And when they're first passed, they're so vague and large mm -hmm. right. that that, uh, that that the specifics aren't broken down. The, so pa it, the parents go into panic mode. What are you doing, right? But yeah. the teachers themselves realize they're they're not being pushed anything. It's the the the, the whole we're gonna make your kids. It's not happening because the, the teachers aren't doing it. They're not, they're not doing it. They're like, no. It it might depend on the person. It might depend on where where uh, they where in the world we are, right? Yeah. Uh, Correct term? I'm still absorbing the law so that I can give an opinion on it. Because like sure. I said, it hasn't come up in my mind until now. You're saying if students are 12 and above, they can go against their parents' wish? Yes. yes. And the school's saying that's cool. The teacher's supposed to be okay with it. Yeah. And you think that the parents' wish should override up until 18 is what you're saying? More or less, yeah. 16. In my, I 16? think six, 16. Uh, that's kind of what I said off air that I didn't know we were off air. I was like... How do they come up with the age? Yeah. How, do, how do we even decide on the age in this conversation? But, but it might have been it might have been based on the, the the testing groups for the vaccines, you know, okay. because they're constantly oh. like, oh, you know, well now this this age group is cleared. Now we right. can do infants and right. So, That's mean, a good point, actually. Yeah. Now that I think about it. Um, but yeah, to answer your question, um, to your point about that law, I mean, it, it's pretty quick for me to say that we'd have to have a conversation about what age. How yeah. can we determine that age? I think 12 well, is young. Well, I think if I, I don't have kids, but I wouldn't want my 12-year-old telling me what the fuck he, he well, or she is going to do. In regards to what I was saying... I remember being 12. <laughs> in, regards to what I was, what, in regards to what I was saying there, there's, uh, I mean, it, it's 
happening more and more. I think a kid paid me with two Pokemon cards to beat another kid up when I was 12. So yeah, no, it shouldn't no. be making life decisions. No, but like it's, it's happening more and more in, in the U.S. more so where the division of... Uh, of teachers more or less trying to focus on not quite parenting, but making the decisions for their students compared to the they're parents. Pretending they're pretending their parents. Yeah. yeah. And recently here, there's been a couple examples of like, uh, personal experience with, uh, with Taya going to, uh, her teacher. Yes. You and said this She's yeah, grade eight, seven. So, okay. Yes. Yeah, so almost like, done elementary. Yeah. So like an issue, ha, you're going to have a high school kid, you yeah. old ass bitch. So like, uh, an issue. I love with, you, Tamara. So an issue with he, her teacher where she goes to the principal and the principal, you know, it, it more or less doesn't do shit. And then it's yeah. like, okay, well, where do we go from here? And now they we get, have to go to the, they the get scared, steps. right? Because the parents, these days, like, I feel like teachers these days have like no power. Like kids are like, they can throw desks at the fucking teachers and they're supposed to let it Again, happen. That, that's a case by case example. Feel free to not elaborate whatsoever. Cause you've obviously made it clear that this is as you guys and what you've experienced, yeah, but, yeah. uh, can we elaborate at all? Like what went to the principal about what? Uh, okay. Uh, so there was, there was an instance where somebody was, well, in, in, uh, regards to something we were talking about earlier, which is making shit up about somebody. Mm, mm. And so, I mean, it in elementary school, it can really does, but, uh, but yeah, there was an instance where somebody made something up completely and somebody was called down to the principal for this. And there were decisions made between the principal and teacher, which excluded the parent. So a student made something up about another student? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, am I right in saying a little boy made things up about a little girl? No. A little, oh. little girl made something up about a little girl. Okay, mm. girls versus girls. Sorry. Mm. I, just, and I, I was getting a little sexist. Mean girls. I definitely don't like it, especially when you see... I don't have kids, so I don't get an opinion, so I'm not pretending I, I have an opinion, but I don't like this. I was raised this way, and if I had kids, I would... We when both you, know you have kids. You just... Not you, that don't, I, <laughs> you don't quite know where, where they are. Yeah. <laughs> Um, There's one in Peterborough, I think. So. <laughs> oh, fuck off, Eric! Oh, Eric! You, with can, the, you can name venues Eric and schools, but I can't name a city. Inside jokes. <laughs> He's fucking with the inside jokes. All right, all right. Sorry, oh I, I cut you off. Okay, I cut you so, off. So Talk the, to your son. That joke is this, that a mutual friend of ours that used to come out to our gigs all the time that had She a, wanted to get up in the list. Very yeah, big crush on me. In the karaoke list. Got yeah. pregnant very shortly after I went to her house one night to make sure she was okay. <laughs> she was, like, really fucked up, and I, I went over and, and so said, hey, you. are you all right? Right. So she, was, she was all messed up and I, I left. Nothing ever happened. But me, Eric, From what you can remember, she was yeah. pregnant like a couple months later and Eric was just like, it's yours. <laughs> and I was like, fuck you, Eric. And we've just run with it ever since. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I cut, I cut off your thoughts. Anyways, um, I don't you're fuck, a bit, you said you don't have kids, but you're going to give an opinion. I don't like when you've got little boys doing shit with little girls, like mean things at all. I feel like obviously bullying boy on boy is bad. Girl on girl is bad. But I feel like you should be an extra emphasis when you got little boys picking on girls to fucking cut that out because those guys are grow up and they beat women around and they do it like it's a, it's an epic we talked about the epidemic of sexual abuse yeah and the epidemic of guys putting hands on women it's kind of like just it's out there it's out there way more than we want to talk about it very few women you meet haven't been assaulted sexually or physically by another by a dude it's, it's almost whether they were a little girl or they're fully grown whatever it, it happens so much and i think like i said that that process of breaking the cycle starts with when they're little boys teaching them to put those little girls up on pedestals even if they're little bitches yeah. even if they're being little assholes it doesn't matter it's different they're not the same sex as you know that that's different and that if you raise them that way it, it'll go better so i just wanted to yeah. throw that out there okay so so this example we'll, we'll kind of break down some of the details yeah. so this little girl's 
went into, I don't know if it was a teacher or the principal saying like, okay, well, this person said to, to kill myself and blah, 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 which didn't happen at all. So anyways, so this started and that created a conversation between the teacher and student and, and the principal and all that. And when it came to, to dealing with it, so we get wind of it and it's like, oh shit. Okay. Well this happened. Okay. Well we're going to have to talk and maybe j the, the best thing is just to keep it separated and not happen. Well, the teacher and the principal decide to get together and then sit all the kids down together and like work on it and resolve it right, right then and there. And that that's awkward because the kids don't want to be involved. The two kids that didn't say anything, but had shit said, no, no, the two kids that didn't say anything about it. Uh, yeah. That didn't but say they're witnesses. Well, no, it's no, no, it's, it's uh, the, the, the two kids that the one person is talking about saying, oh, they said this. Well, no, they didn't. Uh -huh. So the two kids that didn't want anything uh, to come of it and go to their parents and the parents just say, okay, just stay separated, not happening. Well, now the, now the school's coming in. No, no, we're going to sit down. That's and a very lazy, lazy attitude, I think. Oh, just keep them separated. Why don't you solve the problem? Well, no, 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 no. It, it's more so if you don't want to be around this person, don't be around that person. It, it's Are they in the same class? Yeah, there's there, there's situations where they have to be together, right? Give this girl a mic. This girl follows them. She had one a couple weeks ago. <laughs> she follows them, yeah. The girls, the girl follows the other girls and creates problems, and then goes back to the office and says that these girls have done things uh, they haven't done, and so the principal calls Amber the girls Heard, down, Mini Amber Heard, right? And then asks them which Keep one training. of them wants to tell this girl that they don't want to hang out with her anymore which none of them wanted to do. So then the principal brought the other girl down, said to her in front of the other girls, they don't want to be your friend. They don't want to hang out with you. Then this little girl starts crying and the principal hands her a box of Kleenex and says, I can see you're upset. Oh, okay. That's pretty fucking hard. To, that, to tie it back to the nineties and you wondering if teachers are paid enough. I mean, you got to take a moment to imagine teachers dealing with 30 of those at a time. And how it can drive someone literally insane yeah. to to be exposed to that much bullying and that. And much each one of those kids has a parent that you're trying to keep happy too. Yeah, yeah. Why are the parents not informed that this is going on? Uh, that's a that is a pretty good question. I'll, uh, but uh, so it, it's a tough call because as a teacher, they're probably tired of involving the parents because I'm not trying to be rude. Happies are fucking retards. Well, okay, okay. <laughs> like I'm not so, half of those kids probably have parents that are intolerable to the teacher. Teaching. Teaching nowadays, you, you probably aren't the, one of them, right? I know who the mother of but the girl is. teaching I have empathy for them. Nowadays is a lot different. When when I was in school and all the shit was going they on, they just hit us. You, no, no, you would hear, "That's enough." Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you're exactly. like, "Holy crap!" Yeah. Everybody, no, shut up. Yeah, yeah. And you I can't, had a, you yeah. can't do a that. A teacher anymore. slammed a door so hard they smashed the glass all yeah. over the floor, and and then they literally got picked. He calmly went over, picked up the phone, called the janitor, said, "I got to clean up in the room," and said, "That's how pissed you just made me." Maybe it's time to start listening. Like, yeah, but yeah. It goes, we were scared. It, it, it loops around to integrity. You know, that kid that makes shit up about another kid, that kid is going to even be more likely to make shit up about the teacher or at least, or at least make shit up that mm. the teacher raising their voice um, gave that kid yeah. permanent psychological yeah, issues. Yeah, I, and, can, I could see that type the, of shit. And then making a complaint to the professional organization and... You got to you know, be real because the one threatening kid livelihood. I'm just explaining to you why right. voices don't get raised anymore. It's because people don't praise honesty anymore. Yeah. Right. People think it's just a game 
It's just do whatever it takes to win the game. Yeah, and yeah. if kids are raised that way, then, then they go just to school make shit up. to win the game. Yeah. By saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. Cobbett touched me in the closet. Yeah. Fucking sakes. That kid just doesn't like me because I keep calling him out on his shit because he's but got what, shitty but parents. But what's very easy to make up is the effect that a yeah, raised yeah, yeah, voice, yeah. That a raised voice would Cobbett have on you. Mr. Cobbett yelled at me and now yeah. I can't sleep at night. Yeah, yeah. You won't be able to sleep when I fucking murder you when you're sleeping, you little bastard. <laughs> this is why I'm not a fucking. That's why I don't have kids yeah. no but I, I can picture these these you know i've dealt, I've dealt with her because my my younger sister was uh she got picked on a lot she had she had a couple bad years at school she was a bigger kid and she was a quiet kid and yeah got her ass handed to her a couple of years and i've been i was like you're bigger than all those kids throw a hand just one and no one will ever talk shit to you again you know what i mean like it was it was it was hard for me to watch her because these kids are fucking brutal oh, like I, they'll put shit in your locker they'll push you in the fucking toilet they'll, they'll they'll beat the shit out of you and take all your makeup and fucking paint horror on your face on the way home like they'll do crazy shit it's worse today that's the stuff i heard about yeah. today like in the past few years not, from not some of my to, stuff not to belittle that incident but it gets that, worse yeah so, i've heard of teachers one of my teacher friends who used to be in my band have a full desk thrown at her in a, a you know six seven eight level i think somewhere around grade six seven full desk thrown at her and like you know went to the went went to the board and went to everybody and was like this kid's a fucking problem this kid's throwing furniture at me get him out of my class like i can't do my job with this kid and and she was was told like deal with it like figure it out and yeah. she's like and, and and she's just like what what do i do i'm gonna murder him next time he throws a desk at me, i'm gonna throw a fucking desk back like i'm serious like she was in a you know obviously she got through it you know she's a lot more calm and collected than me but i remember her calling me with that like fuck man i'm, I'm at my edge that's actually a lot of a, a lot of the reason right there why uh, the parents had the kids back no why, matter how many desks he threw why people will turn to social media because if something like that happens and the teacher does react and like you would have like the 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 odd karen come out and be like oh the teacher can't do that blah 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 blah. but you'll have the other people say like uh i gotta side with the teacher on this one look what the fucking kid did yeah like holy shit unfortunately that's the exception and not the rule because yeah. the person yeah. that wants yep. to do that is feeling tremendous social pressure to not do that yeah it's complete irony that they say the word karen more than ever but they're they're everywhere. They're acting like Karens. <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> they don't is. realize it. So uh, I, I, I want to I be very clear. I hundred percent sympathize with what you guys went through, and it's incredibly difficult to try to. But bear, I empathize with to, your end of but it. But to try to bear in mind that there are thirty of them, that this chaos is happening left, right, and center, like constant bullying, constant yeah. from students to others, and there's only so much time a teacher has in the day to even be in touch with parents. I mean, you've got that prep period to try to prepare things that are as engaging as possible so that people will be on task. And, and they're not, not fucking around getting yeah. in trouble. Yeah. But then if you, you take, take your if focus you take, off the planning to deal with the the, exactly, te- the, the, ki- exactly. the, the fucking parents. Exactly. Hey, hey, what? Yep. Yeah, mm. yeah. So when it came yeah. down to the principal ah, afterwards, the principal. You're not talking about the principal of the situation. You mean the principal of the school, yes. right? Yeah. Okay, yes. sorry. So it came, <laughs> yes. a, a quick question to you about this. Then, have you had a principal that you just couldn't fucking deal with? A bat, like a principal is just, oh, I can't deal with that guy. It's always he's never got my back. The principal should have the teachers' backs in most situations, I think, or. or you know, the parents, if, if they need to, they should be the liaison. They should be a nice middle ground, right? Do you see that happening or no? 
I think that education is becoming more and more like customer service, as if everything's a private school. I fucking love this. I knew having him on was going to get me hard, bro. Uh, That's what I'm talking yeah, about. I, and, it has become customer I, I, service. It's not, they're not teaching these fucking, you can learn everything they're teaching you in school on fucking Wikipedia and yeah, YouTube, yeah. man. So, like, they need yeah. to engage them. Need, like you said, yeah. be creative. Make it yeah. so that they, they, they're not yeah, fucking yeah. around on their phones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it needs to be reformed because the way we were taught, you can literally YouTube and wiki our whole education yeah, yeah. like this. So they got to come up with creative new ways to engage them. But that's why I'm fond of the fact that students to this day say they prefer being taught. I, I'm surprised by it. They prefer it to videos. They, I imagine I, after, I, I after, like, after COVID they would. Yeah. There, so there, there was uh, something... Yeah. There, All my friends with kids, the online thing was, especially if they were under 15. Yeah. Hell. There, hell. there is something that has changed now. Um, I guess to be more diverse, but uh, but like growing up when when we had like holiday themed work, like oh yeah okay it's Halloween you got pumpkins on your work you got yeah. oh how many witches did the blah blah, blah you know uh, in elementary yeah. school and and then like come around Christmas I still but, wish it was like that at work you know you go to work and it's Chris it's it's Halloween so the work orders have pumpkins on them yeah I don't know <laughs> but. I mean, this this is more me being old fashioned because now we're we're more diverse because not everybody celebrate celebrates Christmas. But I mean, essentially everybody, and you, I guess I see how difficult it is because you can't please literally everybody. But if you have like the themed work, that actually drew me in. Like I was like, oh fucking Santa shit, I'm down for this <laughs> fucking shit. Oh fucking Rudolph is involved in this too. Okay, cool. Okay, All right. Sign me okay, up. yep. I love doing Secret Santa at the dealerships. When I worked at the dealers, I fucking loved it. I haven't thought of this until now, but you're making me think of the customer service line that, you know, ideally we'd live in a world where every type of student, um, how should I put this? Every type of student has been raised to respect teachers and education at the same level. <laughs> but unfortunately, in a perfect world. unfortunately, the level with which they respect education is related to their culture. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. So, interestingly, if your goal is to keep everyone as engaged as possible, then you will give greater weight to the holidays for the cultures for which the students don't respect education and don't respect makes learning. Makes sense. This makes sense. Do you, you kind of hear what I'm saying? Yeah. It's complicated. Kinda, yeah. It's very complicated. Each kid, or you know what it reminds me of? It, it reminds me of like with marketing, how like every and with any any business, it's like each yeah. each customer has to have their own unique. You can do you want a Chabotucci guitar? You don't have to buy a regular one. You can get your custom color, custom this, custom, custom, custom. Do you want a Mustang? Go to the Ford dealer. We're gonna give you your Mustang. It's gonna be very special. Yeah. Your sp specific one, and it's like the education is the same thing. Each kid gets their own specific special education that's just geared for them. And you got to make so this kid yes. likes holidays. So we're gonna make sure that we focus on holidays holiday stuff with him because he loves it and it'll keep him focused but this kid doesn't give a shit so we gotta make sure we do stuff you know what i mean but like a, it, but yeah. a, quick, a big question in my mind that that's has, a lot that hasn't popped up until now is that's a lot of work is is it right society-wide for you to encourage encourage the ones that are jerks 
and encourage them by engaging them more, by focusing more that on what they That was the problem when we were in school too. The, the bad kids getting more attention than the good. See, I was a yeah. smart kid. But I, so I, I learned very early on that my 90s and my success in my, you know, that put me into the special age groups where I was working at higher levels wasn't getting me noticed. But it mm. got noticed when I beat up the kids older than me. Mm. And I got noticed when I, you know, talked shit about one of the kids that got something wrong mm-hmm. or whatever it was. You know, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I became. But I mean, one of the common themes among all parents today is that every kid learns at a different pace. Every mm-hmm. every mm-hmm. kid learns to uh, what's more specific to them. So, and even, I think, so even the jerks I will think have... the gap is bigger now than it was then. When yeah. we were kids, I think that that gap from you basically move as fast as the slowest kid in the class. Let's be real here. Yeah. That the slowest kid in the class is slower now than he was in but, the 80s because of the integration of But even that. even even It's a hard thing. Even jerks or bullies or whatever have something that can engage them and it's mm-hmm. a matter of like, hey, yes. well, what do you like? And that can uh, I mean there are different ways but to But what reach he's saying out. is all is I'm the, getting at is the, the proportion of time that you yeah. spend. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. like yeah. if we're talking holidays for example, are you going to spend more time on the holidays for the cultures that by definition are less respectful to education that maybe have a household that says, uh, don't care about education. It's, <laughs> it's not, it doesn't mean anything, right? No, I, I respect that every culture can make their own decision of how much they respect education. Yeah. yeah. But it just kind of makes me cringe a little in the moment that, that the squeaky wheel gets the grease. Yeah. We that, and, it, and and we that's the theme this whole show. Yeah, it's the, it works in the music business yeah. where the the squeaky yeah. the whiny band who's talking shit and crying and making a big scene gets all yeah. the gigs and the kid that's making the most trouble gets the most like attention. If in our class. goal is to get rid of Karen society wide, we can't keep encouraging Karens. Yeah, there and, and I think toler. I actually it, that, but that's, that's tough. It's tough. That's yeah. an inaccurate. I'm, I was gonna uh, say I think tolerance is giving them power, but. Giving Karen's power? Yeah, I think, uh, 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 but but I don't want to preach intolerance. You know what I mean? Because it yeah. sounds like I'm preaching intolerance by saying that, but I'm not. All I'm saying is, is that tolerance is a good thing, but it's getting out of hand. Yeah, well, well, that's kind of what I was trying to say. Is in line with uh, the, oh, com- the with the comment the no, thing no, 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 we no, no, were no, talking about with, with uh, the thing in line of today's common message is every kid kind yes. of learns at a different pace, yes. but you can't teach every kid at a Remember different pace. Remember the thing where you yes. said the 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 transgender uh, guys can't compete in the women's yeah, stuff yeah. anymore yeah. that's my my definition of when intolerance tolerance goes too far we've drawn it back and said okay you know these guys can't keep beating women up and getting gold medals we, we drew the line but we've won what two years now and let it happen before we decided to do something that's what i'm talking about we're tolerance we need to be tolerant i'm not saying transgender people shouldn't be allowed to compete or shouldn't be allowed to do things they shouldn't be allowed to beat up members of the and I quote this opposite sex. They should, that's, they should be okay. They've got to draw the line somewhere. Thankfully, although it took two years, we drawn that line. But yeah, nice to see those same types of lines drawn in other parts of you know education and stuff like that. Yeah. But fuck what a difficult, like I just got to give props out to like that. I've got teacher friends. I've got a decent amount of elementary right up to high school. And because there's so many different kinds of people, kinds of parents, and the world is so fucking politically correct. Like, props to you guys, man, because, like, you can't just beat the kids. You can't just yell at the kids. You can't just slam the door. You can't You can't do any of the shit that every teacher before your generation got to do. You get none of it. It's like, figure it out, bud. New methods. I, I mentioned on, uh, on We're a, letting them another, win. I mentioned on another podcast the politics bleeding into our country. Yeah, with, right? with the... With this, like, like you know, th- things are things are way different here than they are in the U.S. already, and and like we even mentioned on gun control, yes. how here you have to take a course, not like there where you can just apply, send shit out in the mail, and like, okay, no, you're good. If you want, you can go to Walmart; they'll do it for you right there on the spot. 
Like they'll fill out the form. They'll take it. They'll go. We'll file that for you. Here you go. Yeah, <laughs> like but, there, but, it's game yeah, but, time. But it's still, it's still, it's still a process. It still there, is. There are like journalists who tried to say like, "Hey, it's so easy. Watch. I'm going to go in there and get a gun," and they couldn't. And then they, it, their video was bust. It's like, <laughs> oh shit, I can't do this. They don't live in Texas. <laughs> I'll tell you right now because yeah. I don't. I'm not an American, and I bought a gun in Texas with my fucking photo ID from Canada, bro. <laughs> Holy I shit! I fucking did it. I fucking did it. I went to Houston with my stepdad, and he, he, well, it wasn't me. It was his, my stepdad did. He fucking, he's like, yeah, here you go. Here's how easy it is with our Ontario ID. Yeah. Yeah. They, Walmart, well, this was a long time ago, mind you. This was probably 20 years ago. Oh, yeah. well, shit has it's changed. Shit has changed. But I'm just saying, it's like, years. it's fucking, it's to, to tie not this, that much. To tie yeah. this back to your comment about art and how people should take the time to make it as good as they possibly can. Um, and it ties back to Aubrey that he's in an era where, unfortunately, the wheel of churning music out is totally different these days compared to the 90s. Yeah. And so I don't want to go on a total tangent. Yeah. But I'm saying... Well, I do. Don't worry. <laughs> I, I'm saying that I hope we can agree that focusing on the bottom line and only the bottom line can go too far. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's okay. a big part of what I was watching, okay. that Defiant Ones thing about J with Jimmy Iovine yes. and them. In 2003, they put out Get Rich or Die Trying, and, and Jimmy Iovine said, this is the last record. This is my last record because the music industry just died mm -hmm. because of the internet. He mm -hmm. knew that. Everyone's yeah, like, yeah. oh, we're going to stream. We're going to this. We're going to that. He knew fucking then. All right. So you'll notice between each story, uh, anytime I'm like, oh, and I'm not trying to step on any toes or I'm not trying to, uh, politically you and I don't necessarily align. I'm aware of this. I've seen some posts on Facebook and I don't know if I post too many political things on Facebook anymore. Yeah, you I don't. used to. You don't. No. <laughs> I, I, you leave it all to me. I, no, no. I, so I used to, I used to, uh, I guess I'm more a part of that silent majority myth, myth, whether it's out there or not. But in regards to that, something that I wanted to point out is oh, is that we're able <laughs> is that we're able to have a casual conversation i'm not i'm not oh me and eric have fucking we disagree on 90 percent of what's going on in the world i think a lot of times since yeah. the covid thing started but we play gigs the whole time we've done all kinds of shit the bottom line is is that like the one thing me and eric have always had in common whether you're your middle ground left or right wherever you are is that we are all in this together yeah. That was always me and Eric's thing. When we were at the lake trying to play music. We didn't give a fuck about our opinions on anything. We just knew that we wanted to people to be happy again and feel like you know they, we, we weren't suffering and you know what I mean. Yeah. But we wanted to do it safely. But you know what I mean. mean? We want to keep we we, we we would be on the mic. How often, Eric? We on the mic? Yo, you you guys are too close together. You guys got to get farther apart. I mean, we hated doing it. I didn't like being that guy, but we still did it but so that we didn't I fucking just, make the problem worse. In regards to politics, like I, I, I just don't want to step on anybody's toes. Like you and I have both like ranted about <laughs> politics in the world. Yes. And I'm like, well, I mean, this kind of sucks. This kind of sucks. But I mean, I don't want somebody to think like, oh, these guys are like far right extremists that think oh, People think that of me all the that. time. And I'm, yeah. cool, I'm cool with people. This is the thing. I was a normal conservative dude. I was like, like in the spectrum, I was just a little bit, little bit right because I voted. I've said this before. I voted NDP. I voted when Layton was NDP. I voted for NDP two years, and I voted in Pride Provincial, and I voted in my federal election NDP. That's right, crazy yeah. right wing Alex was fucking crazy socialist Alex for a little while. I fucking loved the NDP. I still firmly believe in a lot of NDP policies. Should they run the country? No, 
not a fucking chance. But I love their opposition views to the liberals. And, and I like that they say to the conservatives, what the fuck are you doing? Stop spending money. And they look at the liberals and they go, what the fuck are you doing? Quit losing money. I like that they will check the other parties. The, I like that we have a third party and they don't have it in the States. I think that it gives us a good, you know, a good. But when that party's like, sucking the liberals off behind closed doors going, yeah, let's just make it every, like that it eliminates the purpose. The NDP isn't the party that Leighton left behind. I really wish his wife, Libby Chow, had stepped up and taken his legacy and moved forward with it. But every, because it's not what it was. But every party needs to have opposition because not everybody feels the same. way. I agree. And I just feel like when you, when you start bringing things together, the way the liberals NDP are, it's, it's, it becomes, you know, it becomes a bully situation. It's literally, they're just like, they'll, they'll bully any conservative thoughts and views right out of the room. Mm -hmm. it's, it's kind of, a, you know. It, it, and I, I always want some middle ground to be found. I think that the fact that, and I, I, don't, I don't know if you ever want to, if you want to weigh in, feel free. I think it's crazy that Doug won as much as he won. I think that's, so, so anybody who thinks that there's no right, there's no, you know what I mean, conservative people left. They're all like, no, man, you guys are all fucking wrong. You know what I mean? That says, that speaks volumes. Well, that the I mean, bigot, I don't think Doug should have won. Like, I don't <laughs> think he should have either, but the conservatives landslided an election at the in at, in the most important province in this country. We're the most important province. Us in Quebec are but, number one and two. Nobody else really matters. I mean, that's, let's I be mean, real. That actually is what one thing that drives me crazy is Ontario. I just, I agree that fate. it's a bad thing, but the fact that this, this, we're the, the, the province that in a federal election sways the liberals into house every time yeah. because Toronto and area votes primarily red and they've got, they, they, they hold the most rep by pop in the house, which means representation by population. So it's the most amount of seats based on the constituents in your area. If you don't know what any of those words mean, wiki it. <laughs> um, and by doing that, we sway a liberal federal win every time. But it's so interesting that on a provincial level, we are so blue. You know what I mean? Because well, we're, we're no, the no, province that wins the liberals every time, but yet we're I don't, I don't, such, so conservative in our provincial level. It's I, very no, strange. I, I don't even think that we're... Yeah, we're, see, Eric's feeling it with me. He's feeling it. I don't, I don't think provincially it's that we're so blue. I think it's like it's more specifically everybody's actually sick of Trudeau and, and breaking They weren't the sick enough so of that, him to vote him out. Goes, uh, that, that goes against what he said. Because well, yes, in the federal yes, yes. election, we won that. It was not saying we. I mean, the Toronto area is what won Trudeau. Well, he was going to lose until they counted the fucking well, TR yeah, votes. But, but like provincially, Kathleen Wynne kind of screwed up with the privatization of hydro so specifically. So the average Ontarian doesn't understand the difference between federal and provincial politics is what we're saying then because they still- Hell yes. Oh my God. <laughs> See, we're getting somewhere now. Yeah, thank you. I'm glad that I'm actually, me and Eric are agreeing on a lot of shit on this show to this time. That's kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm feeling that. I'm fe it feels strange to me because we well, did. We okay. are the reason the liberals won federally, but yet to, Doug cleaned To, to people's credit, we all have jobs. We don't have enough time to to know everything there is about politics yeah. and, and fact check it all. So I give people credit. I, I, I am not looking down on anyone. If the fucking teachers were teaching civics properly, yeah. maybe this wouldn't be a problem. No, I'm just kidding. Well, no, <laughs> I mean, just, yeah. That was a cheap shot. I'm just teasing. No. <laughs> I actually loved my civics teacher. He was great. And I was, I, 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 it blows my mind that people aren't, aren't, don't know more because I feel like it was beat into my mind as a young grade 10, in grade 10, how the country works and how well, the parties work. I was taught very well. But the difference today and is, it was standard is, curriculum. That, is that everyone's bombarded mm. with 
with countless, countless, countless forwards and videos. Yeah, yeah. And, so I was just gonna, I was just and- going to say that when it comes to social media, yeah. it's like I don't see what Eric sees and Eric doesn't see what I see. Yeah. There's exactly. a massive polarization right there. It's a big part of what's wrong with the country. Uh, yeah. And, really and the reason I bring that up is that um, if if people are told that problem X is because of person X, they don't have time to look into whether person yeah. X actually caused it. Yeah, exactly. So they're, they're just they're like quite quick to believe Let's just it. share it. Let's just share it to the yeah, next person. Yeah. And I think, I think that uh, there's fault on both sides for that. And that loops to bottom line again. If, if the bottom line is our number one priority, if that goes too far, then everything society wide is all about clickbait. It's yeah. all about, Yep. And we can't fucking have that. So yep. that's one of the, that's why I knew having Aircom would be fine. Yeah. B- because we, this is why I, I, I and I, this is part of the reason why I love the way we are too, because we can disagree on stuff, but the bottom line of this all is, and no matter who we talk to, like I say, the, the, is that we all kind of just want it to get back to the way it was yeah. where we can, you know, where remember, I actually said, I don't know if you agree with this. Do you remember when we were younger, when the house of commons was the channel, it was channel 12 or whatever, wherever you live. Yeah. Yeah. And it was the most boring <laughs> shit. You were like, if you were flipping through and you landed on the channel where they're like, we'd like to pass uh bill C six, seven, five, four, three in here. Uh, do we have the floor? Do we have yeah. an eye? The you're, eye, you're the eyes you have get it. back to boring. Yeah. It, na- na- nowadays <laughs> I, I, when I see Pierre Pauli every there on fi- out at, in part, I'm like, shit. I'm sharing. I'm like, this is, this is more interesting. Interesting than the Kardashians this week. Yeah. There's more drama in Pierre's I mean, fucking because chambers. Because they know that's what's else. I want it to go back to when it was John Cretchen arguing with a p- piece of plywood about the election. Because that's what it was what, in 98. You didn't like Trudeau walking by the NDP and elbowing a titty? Boom! Oh my god, I am so sorry. No, he didn't even apologize. He just walked by. He just the kept member, going. That and, was fucking And the up. member came out to say, Ugh! That was fucking crazy, dude. <laughs> Oh my it's, god! It's turned into fucking Jerry, Jerry. Oh. <laughs> in the House of Commons, though. Thank you, At this thank point, you, this is ding, 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 ding. In this corner, we have Pierre Polinari weighing 125 pounds. He's got his gloves on. He's like, "We're going to solve this the old-fashioned way." <laughs> because if we're in a society where we don't encourage honesty in each other, then of course the politicians are the first to go. They know. The goal is to win. Win at all costs. So, so Lie, lie, lie to win. One of the biggest reforms that I wish could happen but will never happen is, could you, give, please, could you please give a straight answer? Mm-hmm. You know, if you're asked like, oh, well, will you answer this question? Well, no. So, Mr. Speaker, blah, blah. And it's like, no, no. Can you just answer the fucking question, please? My favorite is when Pierre's asking how much money they printed. Like, that's just a, it's a, it's a, What's the number? Is it two or is it two billion? Like, just give me one. Is and you're gonna get well, Mr. Speaker. This? We've always put the blah 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 before and say okay. Is, this is gonna keep going. Keep going with that. You were doing a good okay, job. Okay, well, Mr. Speaker, yeah, we've always put uh, the the thoughts of Canadians and their financial concerns at the height whoa, 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 of our whoa, whoa, whoa. priority. Okay, I'm gonna ask him one more time, Mr. Person. How much money have you printed? And I'm going to say, Mr. Speaker, we always respect the idea that people are worried about their finances. So we are going to, and like, it's the same thing. I'm it's like, could you, you just, yeah. how, can, can you just give you a print? straight answer? So the Bank of Canada and I have been working very closely together. Um, and what we've managed to come up with is a plan where we're going to, how much? 
But I mean, uh, this doesn't just fall on one party. Like if conservatives lead, the same thing's got to happen. Like if conservatives lead and the liberals are like, hey, answer this question. I want the same fucking thing. Like, no, 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 no. Answer the goddamn it, question. It, it, it's hard. Don't it dance is. around. I know it's politics. Okay. No, 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 fuck it's, that. It's, just, not, it's not hard. I mean, it's hard in the way that it's hard to go back. Like it was like that. Like I say, when it was boring to watch the House of Commons channel, it was because these conversations were happening and they were normal. And I mean, it kind of, it, it's kind of like if I knew now what I knew then kind of mentality. Like if I could go back and my, I remember my parents were buying their first house in 1996 and I remember them stressing about the mortgage and I remember what the mortgage was. I remember what the house insurance was. I remember what the property tax was and we lived down by the lake in South Oshawa. And it's just like, I remember them stressing and then they sold the house yeah. and it was worth 58,000 more than it was when they bought it, when they sold it. And they were like, well, what are we going to do with all this money? You know, like it was, and now I just look back and I go, wow, man, if they only fucking knew like that, we had it so good. Quite often with parliament, I'm on the edge of my seat waiting for an answer the same way I was on the edge of my seat waiting for hello there. Yeah. Which, say hello, father. Hello. Okay. Can we just turn the tide while we've only got a few minutes left? Yo, are you loving the Star Wars? Like I'm loving it? Fuck, man. <laughs> Holy shit. Can we just turn the policy? What just happened? <laughs> we jumped into Fuck hyperdrive. politics. I'm done with it. Let's talk about Star we Wars. We jumped into hyperdrive. Well, we've only got like 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes before we should try and wrap this up. I could talk with Eric for four hours. <laughs> to be very clear to the audience, I had no idea you even saw any of my posts. And like there was, there's been no mention of it whatsoever until now. Yeah. So it, yeah, it's fine. It, and... Uh, this is not me attacking you. I'm just saying, I think we need to have one-on-ones first. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. If if that, we're well, talking about each other's posts, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I didn't bring up your posts specifically. Yeah. I didn't say, oh yeah, well, I remember okay. this day when you posted this. I'm just saying, like, I see some of your posts, and and I'm like, and I don't post politics anymore. Like, I like I used to out of frustration. I, get, I don't get. I, I I had a period where I got shit on for doing it. So now I do it. And I either go all out like crazy Alex rant so everybody can laugh. Even the people who might not agree with it can go, ha there he goes, which I respect. But because it's so crazy, even people who would be offended are like, I can't get offended. He's just going off. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So I've kind of found a nice happy medium where if I kind of go off in like my funny, angry way, then people kind of just like, ha there he goes. If I get serious with it, then people, yeah, they feel attacked. You know, just, well, like, so when, you got to be when, careful. When Harper lost, I was like, oh, well, at least he didn't get back in and blah, 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 blah. And I had like so many likes. And Har- then, we talk about Harper? Yeah, Harper. When Harper lost. Oh, okay. So we're talking and, about like and, six, 2016. And, yeah. And when Trudeau got in, I was like, 16, oh, thank 16. God. At least Harper's not. I also was actually happy Trudeau got in because he had a good campaign. I had a lot of confidence in Justin. I really did. And I was actually not disappointed when he won. I didn't vote for Harper. Thank you for bringing that up. You're making me tie back just for a second. Just, I I would like hopefully everyone to, when they see someone stuttering as I'm doing or not giving a straight answer, we also have to bear in mind that some people are very strategic about not even being present to be asked questions that some people refuse to even do press conferences or, or be in the post scrum interviews or they just, or they they just say, don't ask this question. Because they know, they know for a fact that perpetually, unfortunately things are going to be this way. Oh, it's clickbait, right? Whatever he says will be clickbait because they know that the way to win, the way to win is through that clickbait. They don't need, they don't need to be present at those interviews anymore. 
Yeah. Well, that's the whole yeah. cancel culture of getting rid of something you fucking 10 years, something you said 10 years ago even. And that is the danger of being understandably skeptical of media, but if you completely mistrust them entirely, that's dictatorship 101. And everything will turn to shit if we if we just believe random YouTube channel ironically that we're on <laughs> but if, if we, we are on youtube it, yeah, don't yeah. forget to like and subscribe and search <laughs> shot pod with a zero but if if we don't give a shit about professional designations whatsoever anymore because as much as we want to hate the elites and and hate the people that took the time to get those designations the designations put them in an organization tying back to teaching right being yeah. in a professional body yeah makes you have to police each other and yeah. but let's tie that in entirely to what we're talking about here how if, do we change if, it I if journalists that. have to go through a similar course and it disheartens them is it still worth it to have a professional body that is policing journalists and that the journalists are policing each other fact checking each other making sure that nobody's spreading garbage and vitriol i can i can i throw my opinion that you might not like about it what i think it is i think it's totally separate i think it's the end of education I think the education system is going to be reformed. And like I said, most of what's, and I'm not shitting, but like I said, I respect what you do. I love That's what you do. That's dictatorship 102 is making the population not give a shit about education and, and dumbing and I, the masses down. And, and then you can control them. See, like we agree fuck. on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. there and yeah. we're there. That's why you flip every now and then with your party, because you know, you know, you're you've not been wrong. Shit on. You're not you wrong. You know, society has shit on you. Yeah. So you know that your dice has not always been amazing. So you're not in that group of people that's just thinking, I'll do whatever it takes. I'll lie through my fucking teeth to be able to keep the power that I've got from the dice that I got. Right. Because you know your dice have been shit every now and then. But I also know so you can, that's cha why also every know you can now change and then, it. Every now and then you're like, you know what? I kind of fucking needed some of these social programs to make up for how well, shitty not, my dice were. Well, it's not even that. Yeah. It's it, or seeing another person where it's been like it's the only reason. Like the arm. Like that's I talk shit all oh, I want yeah, about yeah. about this country, but this is a sixty thousand dollar arm right there here you go. with these stitches. And I talked about that on our injury show. Yeah, there you go. But I'm disgusted that as a mental health guy, they don't give a fuck. I should have already killed myself. I've been told flat out, well, we can't do nothing for you. So if you go hang yourself, uh, we'll get in trouble. So but try not if, to do that. But if we focus too much on removing social programs, then they're going to give even less a fuck about arms and mental health. Exactly. Exactly. There was yeah. the happy meeting. So media. that's why every now and then you're like, Whoa. what I don't understand is why nobody gives a fuck about my mental health. I can't get fuck all for healthcare. My teachers are going through courses where they're told if you say anything outside of what's on this piece of paper, we're going to fucking sue you because you're not allowed to have a relationship with your kids. And I'm paying $3 a liter for fucking gas, property tax. No, no. But what I'm saying is, is they're taking so much money from us. We should live in a utopia where everything's fucking perfect at this point. Yeah. If, if we were all if, if we weren't being taxed to death and they weren't taking so much, I would probably be like, well, we're all in this together. But the problem is, is that you're dealing with your hardships. I'm dealing, we're all dealing with our own, no matter which side of the spectrum we're on. And the only people winning are the people on the other side of that gas pump, the other side of the grocery store markups, the other side. I mean, is there, I haven't got done any gun to a restaurant once this year for a reason. And well, we, have, we have every right to be pissed off at the situation, but it is incredibly complicated to know the but cause. We're, but, but we're in this to together. To know the cause. I, what, what I do yeah. want to say in regards to uh, mistrusting the, the media is 
when it comes to the media, you have to not be biased. You have to not have a partisanship. You have to see both sides of the fence. Mm -hmm. You have to, essentially, you have to be in the middle of the polarization. See what this side's getting and see what that side's getting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You have to have two correspondents like, okay, you're a right winger, you're a left winger. Get in the middle, talk, and then come up with something and talk. Oh, this reminds me of a scene from, from, from Attack of the Clones where Padme goes, what do you think they should do? And he goes, I think all the leaders should get in a room and discuss the problem <laughs> and decide what the best course of action to be. Well, the problem, Anakin, is not everybody agrees. Well, then they should be fucking made to. <laughs> That's the conversation we literally just have. That's why I love Star Wars. Yeah. Sorry to be a parrot, but this ties back to our discussion earlier of being a fit and being tribal by human nature. If you keep only hanging out with the people that are agreeing with you, you know, you're, you're never going to be exposed to the other side. 100%. Yeah. And, and I mean, I don't know by nature, maybe the frequency with which someone with such opinions has been on this show. Maybe it hasn't been as high Wait, as you would like, No, but, it, but that, that helps us give some credit to the media that sometimes have difficulty getting both sides. Well, that's to come what we're on. trying to do. We're trying to do what the media yeah. won't, which is yeah. sit down and talk about it yeah, and yeah. see yeah. both sides of it's everything. The it's the conversation. They that, won't even have the conversation. That's, but that's sometimes the problem. They invite, both and not both. both I don't, don't see want it. To come I want to see where but, anybody yeah. where, where like, I mean, Justin wouldn't sit down with the convoy. He wouldn't even sit down and talk with them about anything, but that, that says it all right there. Just, just, just sit down in a room that's and where talk. Earlier, I was trying to give you props and saying, like, you know, I don't want to step on your toes because polit politically we might not align. But it's not to say that I'm not willing to have a conversation with you. I'm definitely willing to sit down and talk with well, you and, the thing and with, hear how you feel and what you believe and and hopefully. The thing with Eric is, is that respect. we we sit on opposite ends of a lot of shit, and when we sit down and talk like we are, that we realize, like, even just that that last conversation, how much common ground there is, yeah. even though we sit on opposite ends of stuff. And that's why I knew having him on would be good. Having him on would be good, and I love having people on like even tom tom's not all there with us we're a bit fucking right for tom i think sometimes but i and he'll throw throw shit out there and i, lo I love that it is a we're all in this together mentality it's like ah, i get i get that i felt like that before yeah and we can do and that's that's the difference between i feel like us and them right but like the I reason we can do that is that you guys are right but you've had some shitty dice at some point so you I are, disagree. You are no, no, I think I you think have not had any shitty dice. No, I think I, I think we're center, and we've been pushed right in the okay, past okay, two okay, years. Yeah, you disagree with that part? But, but, that, but that, I, that, yeah. I've I've gotten more than shitty dice. But somebody took the dice, put them right up my asshole, and then that, fucked them yeah, in my intestines a few times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but, but sure. that that's kind of what I'm saying in regards to when it, when I was saying, well, at least Harper's not in. Yeah. So like, yeah. Well, oh, I mean, he's a right wing guy, and we both hate him. Yeah. So and, that and says he, a lot. He sold Canada to China, and I was fucking and, sold and, us up and, the river. And anybody who's a conservative will be like, okay, yeah, he he fucked up, right? He sold us to China. I Shit. love the. I wish the camera was like, for that for that for, for the hands up. Uh, uh, he fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> it's just right? like bah, bah. we're sorry, <laughs> right? So I mean, and and that's what I'm saying. The and, liberals and, said the same thing with Justin. They're just like, hey, 2016, hey, 2017, hey, 2018, hey, we fucked up. <laughs> yeah. So so it's okay. So that's where I'm kind of agreeing with him was like the shitty roll of the dice. It's like, yeah. okay, well, Harper's out. Oh, uh, great. That's awesome. And, and then it's like, oh shit. 
So, but there was something that got me to turn. From I will like, say I had so much faith in Justin. I re- and I, I hated his father, and I, I knew his father had a horrid, horrid, horrid legacy on this country. But I was like, he's not his dad. I like, I liked that he was a drama teacher. I thought we need that. We need a real regular but dude coming in. You know what I mean? But it just backfired because the her- world turned to crisis. And what you don't want running your country is a is a low key drama teacher when you've got a crisis. But so coming it backfired. into his term, I was hopeful, just like you. I, I was. Like, very all right, shit's gonna fuck I'm gonna be in. honest. I voted NDP yeah. in that 2016 election. I'll fully fucking admit it because I was not. I didn't want another fucking Harper. I didn't want another bunch of that. I voted it. That was my second NDP election that I voted. I'm, I, I know you're not supposed to talk about who you vote for. I know it's really tacky, but I'm a tacky, uh, tactless, classless right motherfucker. Now, right now, I'm doing that Leonardo DiCaprio point. <laughs> <laughs> he voted you know, NDP, but uh, but you know, it's just it just and I, the reason I say it is because it just goes to show you hear the way I I talk about my Molotov cocktail right wing attitude, but I mean. Even my crazy right wing soul in those days was like, I'm not feeling the right. I'm not feeling the libs. I'm feeling a middle ground. You know what I mean? So that's, that's why I, I say it just so that you can see that I can see both sides of it, that I, I get it. And I've been on both sides of it because I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> I hope none of my family ever listens to this, but a very large portion of the comments without social, <laughs> we'd all be fucking dead. <laughs> you know, <That's>, <laughs> we'd all be dead. <laughs> that's why we can have conversations. Yeah. You gotta yeah. be real. We gotta be real yeah. about it. Oh, fuck man. We've hit so many damn topics. Is there anything yeah. we haven't hit before we get, you to, were trying Obi-Wan. Yes, um, can we talk for a few right. minutes about yeah. Star Wars just before? So we like to hit every week about whatever's new. So by the time this airs, we'll already have seen the finale. Yeah. So I don't want to talk about any predicting, but let's, let's talk about your thoughts. Do you like the series? Talk about Ewan. Do you like baby Leia? Let's talk. I texted you immediately. Right? I know you did. <laughs> so talk. Huge. Me and Eric text a lot about Star Wars and music, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, what do you think? Marvel and DC stuff. Yeah, a little bit of Marvel yeah, yeah. and DC here and there. Luke Cage. Um. But yeah, I, what I told Alex immediately was that um, as amazing as the cinematography was for Mandalorian and how it pulls on our heartstrings with all the nostalgia, imagine nostalgia at this point. Yeah. You, you have the most gut-wrenching moment in the entire universe. In the story. Universe, in the story. The entire universe of Star Wars. Yeah. That th- the love that we have for Padme and the sympathy that we have for her in her heart being torn to shreds. And then that little girl encapsulates yes, exactly. that character. I got to give props to what's her name, Vivian something something. <laughs> the little girl that plays Vivian little Leia. Something something. Yeah, props yeah. to her. <laughs> we can look it up. I, I, I never I'll, saw her. I'll name get it up. She's she's well cast. I think, yeah. and and I think yeah. that I, I said this on another show. They they that Lucas himself. Uh, went and, and, and did 400 interviews with Natalie at his side doing the, are you an angel? You know, that scene from Phantom. He did that scene with 400 Anakins before he found uh, a kid who was friends with Macaulay Culkin, kind of looked like him, Jake Lloyd, and then this third kid. And then those were the three, and he picked Jake Lloyd. So, like, I think I, think I give props to them for using George's meticulous process of, of child actors, you know, picking the little kid who was in the Ewok costume, young Leia, a, a nobody Mark Hamill, like all these people that were in fuck all and he made them superstars. And and I, I, I had a lot of, you know, okay, Disney, so you can take the stories, you've got the writers, <laughs> but can you cast the way George cast? You could do a lot of what George did. You want to make, you want, you want to make uh, CGI the way he did okay? You want to, you want to write the way he did okay? You got Filoni, you want to, you want to, you want to, but can you cast the way he did? 
The, one of the, Casting Samuel L. Jackson as Mace Windu is the smartest fucking thing he ever did. One of my favorite lines this but I, child, they, they've done this it. child actor's done. Yeah, and, tell and me, tell I'll me. give her props to this. One of my favorite lines was like, "Oh, can you tell me?" And it's like, "Yeah, I can tell you, but I need to tell my father first. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh my god, what a smart kid!" Right, <laughs> and that's I was what, like that's fucking Leia. Yeah. I was, oh man, I love. We're all, was, you said we're all in this together, right? <laughs> oh fuck, my but my other favorite one was. Um, just the scene with are you my real father i yeah. actually posted a piece of me watching because i was crying i was fucking fully wet this, eyes this is what i'm saying she like, was so good and ewan i mean ewan's ewan we knew he was gonna bring it but did we expect this level the scene where he's in the freighter that obi-wan obi-wan when she's doing the thing He's alive, right? That scene, the look on his face as he's figuring I, it out. I texted Nobody you immediately can, on that. No one too, can yeah. touch him. And then we've got, I love the scene too when he sees him through the, he's watching him and he's killing all the people, all the innocent people in the town. And he's just panicking. He's like, I gotta save the people, but I gotta fight him. But I'm not strong enough to fight him. But uh, my lightsaber, uh, my lightsaber. Uh, he can sense me. I can't take the force. Stay away from the force. Stay away from the force. He'll find you. Uh, what do I do? Like he was so much anxiety. I was dying inside. Like he's killing it. And now our newest episode, you know, we've got him in the back to tank with the flashbacks. I love that uh, fucking Vader going in the back to him going in the back to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just to show the two of them healing up. And then of course we've got this, everybody bitched about de-aged Hayden. Fuck off. Oh yeah. He, he looked great. He, no, he definitely. Was he, he de-aged? He, no, he, he looks pretty old. Yeah, he, he looked, he looked old. He, he looked, looked old, like, but I don't care. It was he looked still, like he was Oh, you're saying they should have de-aged him? Is no, they did, they did de-age him. They did de-age him, but they he still looks 50 years old. They de-aged him a little bit, yeah. But, uh, I mean... He looks good, I'm sorry. Acting-wise, again, I gotta give it up to the, the delivery. kiddo. The delivery. I gotta give it up to the kiddo when she realizes, like, yeah, oh. we lost Wade trying to save me, and she felt bad, and she grabs oh, yeah. uh, Obi-Wan's hand. I do love that character, but I uh, fuck, man. Yeah, I, I love her a lot. I, I That was another good scene. I also like when she's in the vent, and, and they're like, hey, Leia, and she's like, hang on. I'm almost there. Just her delivery on the basic stuff. I'm like, that sounds like Carrie Fisher to yeah. me. I can hear Carrie Fisher fucking saying that. Like I just, she must've, that little girl must've watched uh, a new hope, you know, in uh clockwork orange, when they do the thing with the eyes and make you watch the movie. I think they did that to that little girl with, with a new hope. So you are princess Leia. She's like, I am princess Leia. <laughs> like, Cause she's just so good. Like I'm really enjoying, I'm uh, I'm hoping that they do a, a good conclusion with her at the end. I, we talked about the racist tweets and all the mean DMs going towards Moses Ingram, the girl who plays Riva. I don't know if you heard about this. So Moses no, was no. <laughs> pers personally DM'd and attacked, calling her the N-word and all kinds of mean shit uh, a couple weeks ago. And we talked about theories about, you know, that it's a select group of people. We, we talked about theories that Disney made it a thing so that it, they promote the show more. We don't even know if it's real, which is a bit deep skit state. Oh yeah. We just <laughs> talked about, we put on the, we put on the tin but we just speculated like, what the fuck? Who are these people? Because in the star Wars community, as far as I can tell, there's nothing but love for Reva and Moses. Reva's character, especially now that she's been shown in this newest episode, that she's a Jedi and that she had intentions to kill Vader. Well, have see, they not proven that the Buffalo shootings are due to race? So if you're wondering what kinds of people would send her that it's those oh, people. Don't go to Buffalo. Honestly, I'm yeah. with Erica on this. Buffalo is a horrible no, no, city. Well, I've been there a number of times no, to but, see games. No, but the, shooter, a lot of shitty the shooter people. came from very far away just to seek out a community that, that was mostly that race. Really? Yeah. Oh. So, so it, sorry yeah. to bring it 
yeah, political yeah. again, York, but New York that, State. those are the people. Those are the people now that we know. No, you're not wrong. It's, it's sad. And they got to go, man. Hang them all in the town square. The like, Tiki I, Torch Charleston people, yeah, right? fuck it, man. They're just they're like, still you are such a problem with the world. Like, there's so many bigger things to worry about. But anyways... We were talking about that character, but I'm going to say after this last episode where we find out that she was the little girl at the temple, I think she's her story's a uh, story of redemption. And I think people are going to love her now. Well, see, I still didn't. That's you still that, hate her. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was still the Mark worst. Mark is part not. Of the you were one of the tweeters. He, nah, yeah. he's not. Yeah. No, he's yeah. not. But he doesn't like Reva the character. I, I just, he's not uh, a fan of Reva. He thinks she's poorly written. He doesn't no, like her. It, it's more so the acting. It has nothing to do uh, with. Okay. It has nothing. It's just her her execution in in the way she brings the dialogue out, and I just think that somebody else would probably be. And it it doesn't, wonder, it doesn't have to be a white person. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, like somebody else would have more emotion to it. I, I wonder if that description was verbatim the hate that Hayden got back in the day. Oh, dude, oh, this is sure. part yeah. of what we talked about this last when we were talking about her getting this hate. Half of me thinks it's like hearsay and made up and or select group of people that's being made out to be bigger because they can make bots and all that stuff yeah. or yeah, yeah. it's the same group of people that made Hayden want to fucking hang himself that made Ahmed Best who played Jar Jar Binks want to fucking hang himself and who stopped doing acting who made Jake Lloyd got bullied so bad after he did Phantom Menace and these Menace. are the people in our but, schools but you know you they're know, the, those people are adults now so maybe it's yeah. their kids that yeah. are bullying but the, her the funniest point of all of this is when she's like fighting Obi-Wan in the middle, surrounded by stormtroopers, and they're talking like, oh, I brought him here for you. Yeah. It's like, you could be whispering, but somebody's got to hear you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yes, I brought him sir, here for you. Oh, yeah, you. right. Yeah, we agreed on, okay. All right, all right. <laughs> also, the scene where the lightsabers bounce. Yeah. Okay. Where the lightsabers There's a bounce. few fuck-ups. There's they, a scene, there's a, a few scenes. They have scenes. a huge cannon blowing through the door, and she just could have yeah. done this all along. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. I yeah. just... Why didn't she just... Yeah. Oh, we need in here? Why done. didn't you're she just... It. Oh, Instead like they did it, they did it in the Clone door. Wars, yeah. like every episode. <laughs> oh, no. You guys, you guys mentioned a few times through the podcast, can we somehow bring it back to the old days? Like, I think a lot of this, we wouldn't have noticed. Oh, yeah. No, maybe, definitely or not. as quickly noticed. Or, definitely not. Definitely right. not. It's like, remember it, the Ninja it, Turtles? It's kind of ruining there's fun that, for us. There's, <laughs> that, it, there's that famous thing where Donatello's laughing and you can see the guy inside the suit. But we didn't yeah. give a fuck back then. <laughs> we were like, we were like, look. We, yeah, we paused it. Everybody laughed. Oh, everyone okay. did a shot. And then we pressed, <laughs> we pressed play on the VCR and we moved on with our night. Yeah. Nobody went and said, I gotta tell the whole neighborhood they they fucked this movie up. Well, I mean, I, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm having trouble with with uh, the Moses Ingram acting, but I'm still enjoying the show, and that's why I'm yeah. able to say, "Oh, I love this. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love this." Her name is this Moses. Is kind of, yeah, Moses Ingram Moses, is her Moses full Ingram. name. The lady who plays her. I'll yeah. be honest, she's a smoke show. I'd fucking throw it at her so goddamn hard. <laughs> she's beautiful, and I the videos I see of her like personally at home with her nerdy glasses. She's such a geek. I want. Oh fuck, it's my future wife. <laughs> So, well, I'm so one. If the shot know. pod makes it big and we end up at somewhere. I was just going to say, something you don't know is I've joined my own Make-A-Wish Foundation. Woo! Wish granted. <laughs> if oh. Mark ever gets cancer, he's going to wish Moses to marry me. No, you're going to shave your head. You're going to act like you got cancer. Oh, you're shit. Gonna, you're going to This is so her. smart. You're going to pitch to Moses, hey, we'll get you up on the karaoke list. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you can do whatever song you... Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. And we've called it back to the first joke of the episode right, yeah, that's the that. fucking yeah, yeah. way we do it right there amber bumps all right yo i gotta say big thanks to eric 
Thanks for popping out, man. I, I've been talking about bringing Eric on how many weeks now? I've heard so much about you. And Mostly bad. I actually officially met you Mostly bad stuff. <laughs> And I got and I gotta say the way things went today and, and when when I heard you go oh shit I'm like uh, did I strike a chord shit no it's good stuff uh, man maybe I should mention the oh shit uh, well am I echoing here no it's all no, good there's no delay delay uh, delay delay <laughs> delay, delay. <laughs> um, when I googled how to get here and I was like oh in this like brand new rich ass neighborhood there <laughs> I was like okay I was already feeling like this is gonna be alt right stabbing me nonstop. <laughs> And, and like I said to you earlier, the reason we'll always be able to converse is that you've had shitty dice. But if we were going to that neighborhood, <laughs> they have not start. had any shitty There's dice no, at all. Their dice is the, snake yeah. eyes, just snake eyes on all dice. That's what I'm saying, yeah. So I, I was worried, I, not to say that this isn't a beautiful home, but that that place is nuts. It gets yeah. nuts over there. Yeah, hey, yeah. man, I came from 280 Wentworth. Dirty, nice. dirty nice. south, <laughs> dirty south. Oh my God, that's episode 33 <laughs> of the motherfucking shot pod, man. I'm, oh, we are so lucky to be able to do this. I want to thank our guest, Eric, once again. Thank Appreciate everybody else for tuning in. We are on um, Spotify. Amazon. We're, we're on YouTube. Apple. We're on Facebook. Google. Twitcher. <laughs> Stitcher. Stitcher. Check I out say. No One Drowns online. Yes, D-R-O-W-N-S. Shameless self-promo. Also on YouTube. Check it out. No One Drowns on YouTube, guys. See you next week. Thank you.